0: Ready for the final day of the Pinnacles, supported by Tab Touch. This Saturday at Ascot Racecourse, we're going out with a bang on Tab Touch Gold Rush Day, featuring Damien Oliver's last ride. Dress in glitz and glam and kick on with the live band after the last race. Come and feel the rush. Tickets from $25, visit perthracing.com.au. Gamble responsibly, call Gambling Help on 1 800 858 858, or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
1: hello punters welcome to episode 173 of the one one your perth racing podcast i'm bj ryan alongside me as always the one the only Perth racing guru, it's Terry Layden. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. How are we? Outstanding. 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 We're outstanding. Well, not really. we we'll into a good
2: we'll, superlative to
1: <laughs> kick us off. We'll get into that later, but uh, it is outstanding to see one of our favourite guests back here. He was on day one of the Pinnacles in our comeback episode. He's on day five of the Pinnacles. It's Daniel Cripps.
0: Hello, Hello, gentlemen. Good to be back on and, yeah, bring home a, what feels like a long Pinnacles carnival, but... <laughs> Why oh, this card? I felt not sure how you guys found it, but found it very gruelling. I think that'd be a word to describe it. It's uh, exciting nonetheless.
2: Yeah, there's some uh, there's some depth to the races. I reckon there'll be some varying opinions, especially later in the card. Um, but yeah, they're the the best ones for us to come together and nut it out, isn't it? Absolutely. So. Damien Oliver Gold Rush Day,
1: day five of the Pinnacles. Next Saturday is the Big West Speed Day, Ted Van Heems Day, C.B. Cox Stakes Day. Uh, and then the following week, of course, is Perth Cup Day on New Year's Eve. That basically brings the carnival to a close, but the five-day Pinnacles wraps up this weekend with the $1.5 million weight-for-age Gold Rush. Um, just touching on last Saturday, of course, Northerly Stakes Day. John Bashu, Jared Noski, Sean and Jake Casey got up in the final stride to knock off Zaki and the three-year-old Zip Away. I thought it was a really exciting day at the races last Saturday uh, and the feature was a tremendous example of thoroughbred horse racing. I thought it was just – had everything.
2: It did, didn't it? If you think about it, it had the three-year-old, the – um, Eastern Stater and, and probably the run of the railway, all basically in a, in a photo finish. Yeah. Um, three horse war. Yeah, it was tremendous. Um, tremendous in the mounting yards uh, after the race. I was a little disappointed, be optimistic. Didn't go a bit closer, but just to see, uh, Jared come in and everyone going up to him and, um, yeah, I don't really, um, I don't really have a very big heart at a lot of times, but even I really uh, enjoyed that and took a moment to watch it. And Jared, you could tell he was a bit, uh, overcome in the, uh, in the moment, but, um, no, he gave it a 10, didn't he, Crip?
0: He certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> he said, <laughs> we're, uh, what was it? Five days on from the Northern. I've finally come around just to be able to talk about it without the disappointment of oh, not man. getting the photo with Zaki, but no, a hundred percent of, um, if anyone can argue that that isn't the right of the carnival on Dom to shoot, well, yeah, I don't know. I um, don't think you have much of an argument, really. That was-, was just a, i know the word like 10 out of 10 or perfect gets thrown around a fair bit, but that is genuine a perfect ride. Centimetre perfect. Centimetre perfect. Produced it on the big stage as well and, yeah, I, I guess all three rides.
2: I thought I was I was with Zaki was my big result um, with the futures betting and I thought he gave that the right ride. <laughs> like I saw, like you just mentioned before off-air that Pistol, uh, Pete was on SEN earlier in the week and mentioned that perhaps if he shifted to the middle of the track, he would have won and those inside lanes were a sort of a length and a half inferior, which is is quite interesting. But then Stevie Parnum's ride on Zip Away too. It was a, a first three where they almost – they almost could have just um, dead eated it. Yeah. You know? They all deserved it. Yeah. Maybe that's what they should do. That's what they do at York, because the cameras don't work properly. <laughs> Honestly, they send Cripper up there with his iPhone right and he just stops and he tries to take a photo right on the line and usually he gets distracted or his mistress is calling him yeah. and next thing you know, it's they take a photo thirty meters past the line and have to guess. That'll so do. I got oh, I got robbed with one earlier this year. <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. Anyway.
1: Um yeah, what was the one at Bunbury recently that was a bit controversial? Oh, Valley well. Of, Valley of Queen?
2: Well, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I lost the race. It's just the camera angle. Like, yeah. uh, people blow up about that type of shit, but the thing is I actually lost the race. Like, that's the, the – at the end of the day, I lost the race. I just thought I'd won the race. So, I'm just disappointed for those few moments where I thought I'd won. At York, they don't actually have the technology, which is fine. I, I don't mind. I'm betting at York I probably deserve to lose. Mm. Um, but they don't have the – the right technology from what I can gather.
1: Mm. So, just finishing up this Northerly Stakes recap, from a – obviously, we've got Bustler and Dom Deschutes coming out of this race going into the Gold Rush on Saturday. Some of these other horses will progress towards the Ted – uh, next Wednesday, of course, is the ATA Stakes. Is that where Be Optimistic yep. is going to go? So, I'm imagining
2: they maybe- They all, all will, won't they? Yeah, I think they will. What about Casino 17? Casino 17 will probably be near top weight yeah. unless Star Trade goes there, but I presume Star Trade's going to the TED. Star Trade's going to the TED, obviously. yeah. Obviously. Yep. The, the, the TED will be a four or five or six-horse six horse field yeah. because- the ATA, if, basically, if be optimistic as a ninety raider, or even Casano seventeen as a ninety seven raider, um, the Perth Cup is likely to be a ninety six plus, ninety seven plus with Numerian and Zoom on about one hundred and eight, right? Yeah. If because Dom to shoot at hundred and four. What about
1: right? Marachino? What's he rate? About the same.
2: Yep. About the same. They're all about the same. So one of those three, you'd think, is going to probably win the Ted if Casano seventeen doesn't go there as well. Yeah. Do they then get? They probably only get a couple of points for that, or maybe they none. Might not get none. They yeah. might get none. Yeah. So, but if a Casano seventeen wins that it would get rated up to the 108 and you'd be carrying the full weight in the Perth Cups. So you can go, well, do we want to try and win a $300,000 ace um, and probably ruin all chance winning a Perth Cup or do we, um, yeah, do we just go to the ATA at the other lead up and the, the, then the go weight the should The
1: weight should come out and then the TED should be pen- like almost penalty free, I think. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's just – you're ruining the race. Well, it but can't what, be what, penalty why? free
2: for a be optimistic or a casino if no, they're but, racing into, but, but for the toppies. In terms yeah. of a Perth
1: Cup, if you if the weights are out already, oh, you, sh- yeah. you should only get a penalty off your weight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. if you're weighed at 53 and you win a TED, you get a kill on a half, Be Optimistic
2: right? would go from being the bottom weight in a Perth Cup to carrying 59 mm-hmm. if it won the TED and potentially a five horse field. But you can't like, have
1: you can't have good horses not going to the Exactly, Ted. I agree there. Yeah, like we need to remember that. We have to have this weight-for-age lead-up has to be an important race. Mm. And uh, to encourage people to go there, you need to make sure that the weights are out early and that people know that if they win that race, they're not going to get blown out of the water from a Perth Cup point of view. Exactly. Uh, So, there was a couple of runs in the race that were eye-catching, I thought. Uh, I didn't mind the run Zoom on first up, wide. Stuck on. Stuck on. Casino 17 hit the line quite well. Uh, There was a couple of other runs in the race there. I actually thought the other three were a lot of good men. It was almost one of the runs of the race. It was incredible for Huckle and
2: the and the crew. But Huckle yeah. sent me his little bet slip after the race. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually got it up at the moment. He had like this five leg multi. What am I do? Define beautiful because he owned that in the first at yeah. twenty to one, uh, all up Black Fantasy, all up Stormy Tawny, all up Hanchy, all up a lot of good men win and place. So <laughs> <laughs> that would have been anything that price. <laughs> oh, there you go, three thousand one hundred and seventeen
0: to one. So, jeez, um, just put it in the book. Just put it in the book. Put yeah. it in the book.
2: Yeah.
1: So of course this Saturday we'll be celebrating the the career of Damien Oliver, one of the great West Australians, one of the great. Jockeys, and I suppose, yeah, it's been well-documented, the greatest of all time when it comes to Group 1 victories. Um, James McDonald is catching up quickly, but at the moment, he holds the mantle, I think it's 129. uh,
2: 129?
1: 129 Group 1 victories. Uh, This is So, the Gold Rush is riding Munamek for Nicholas Ryan. And that's going to be his last ever ride in the saddle. Um, it's good that they've moved to the last and we've got a sense of occasion. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I don't mind it. So, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he left, left WA, I think it was 1988, I think, and went to uh, the Apparently Friedman Brothers.
2: Roy Rogers was giving him the shits, he said. <laughs> he, needed to, he needed to get out of the state.
1: Yeah, so like a very young apprentice, went to Melbourne with a two kilo claim and then just took all before him. I think he's won four. Uh, three Melbourne Cups, four Corford Cups, Cox Plates, Golden Slippers, you name it, Ollie's won it, Ollie's done it, Scobie Breasley medals, jockeys premierships. He's just, you know, he's in the Australian Racing Hall of Fame. He'll be a legend one day and, you know, it's uh,
2: quite an incredible career. What's your favourite um, Damien Oliver ride over the journey, Crip? Ride. <laughs> That's no, a stitch-up, isn't it? Don't get me started. <laughs> That's
0: There's too up. many.
2: <laughs> nah, nah but, uh, I, we don't we don't follow much Eastern States no, racing. No, do so One uh, thing I
0: will say, and this is such uh, the obvious, but I think that the, was it 2000 and whatever the Melbourne Cup with media puzzle is probably 2002. F- 2002 Melbourne Cup. Is probably my favorite sporting story, not even just racing. And it probably is the most emotional I get watching that documentary uh, that he's done obviously since. Is, um in, yeah, not just racing in any sport. I think that's the pinnacle for me of um, sporting moments. Mm. What's the documentary on? If you go on YouTube, you can find it. Just look okay. up 2002 Melbourne Cup documentary and it's um yeah, right. yeah bring a that's box thursday, of tissues that's thursday that's thursday night so well, there's just
1: been so many of those moments scattered throughout his career mm. uh i mean the the cox plate on northerly it was just just still sends shivers down the spine um you know west australian horse west australian jockey west australian colors knocking off the mighty Sunline in the cox plate like who was basically unbeatable at the time and it just meant so much to WA Racing fans but I remember growing up in the 90s, obviously my dad rode with Ray, Ray Oliver, Damien's dad um, and Lindsay Rudland, Damien's stepfather, and um, uh, there's a connection with the family there but when he went to Melbourne every time there was a big race on you know, everyone within the that I knew within the WA Racing community would pick up the form guide and just to see what Damien was riding and if he won the race and he almost like he won it for us do you know what i mean it was quite a thing for Flying a west, flag. yeah for a west australian to go over there and do what he did it was just so unique uh because that was kind of like you know so i just feel like waffle afl type thing really like it was just an, another another league and another another world and um when he was able to win the Caulfield and melbourne cups on on doremus in the mid-90s there like it was you know, it was almost like WA won the Corfield and Melbourne Cup, so he's meant a lot to us. Even though he's lived the majority of his life in Victoria now, um, he's uh, for him to come home, uh, soak up the celebration. You know, all the different shows that he's been a part of, um, and still do it with a smile and with class, and go out on Saturday. Then I, I just hope he can ride one winner, um, and if he wins, that like it would be such a Damien Oliver moment to win the Last race that he rides in, like it would just be another chapter in what's been a fairytale career. So, wish him all the best. Um, he'll and- ride a
2: winner.
0: I was Surely. Sure. during the week, I was starting to think because when he gets to the start of the pinnacles, you think, of course, he's going to ride mm. at least yeah. one winner. And earlier in the week, I was thinking, geez, he's, he's running out of chances, but he's been a bit stiff though. With oh, like yeah.
2: he's had like San Fabrizio looked well placed, it drew wide, he hasn't had he hasn't had the greatest rides. Like, what's his shortest price thing you can think of that he's gone around on? I don't think he's probably had too many. Probably seen yeah. so
0: short. Yeah. yeah. Geez, they but love cl- backing that, don't they? Um, Climb on the top. Climb on top, yeah. she yeah, yeah, probably wasn't his, wasn't his best mm-hmm. um, to go back to the fence. But I think his best chance on this card is going to be divine belief. Um, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. But they could, they've given him like obviously as a party has been sacked or got off for uh, Damien. Brad Parnham's not riding, Magnificent Andy. Um, he's been given the Younger last younger, ride potentially yeah. over CJP. Yeah. Um, Roy, the, the story for me on the card is because Roy and Damien, Roy Rogers and Damien, they, you know, they um, came up together and um, there's a lot of good stories Roy will tell you about his time with Damien, all above board as well. And, <laughs> um, and Roy has Big Butter Boom in and um, – um, oh, geez. I reckon Roy would give up training another winner for the next year um, if he could get Big Butterboom up to, to, yeah, team up with his old mate Damien. I reckon, I reckon it's just anything. what
1: Roy needs at the moment as well. It, just a it is, like yeah, that, so. yeah.
2: No, he's they're stable or turn soon. Just going through a little down, uh, down patch down there in Albany, but uh, it'll turn around very quickly for Roy, it always
0: does. Yeah, very good. One uh, thing I reckon with Ollie's rides this week is that, you won't die wondering. You'd expect yeah. all of them to be – you'd think you'd be pretty positive out of the gates because I don't think we obviously isn't going to be worried about retaining the ride in a fortnight's time. So, no, it's now or never. <laughs> expect an aggressive Damien Oliver. A, might be a bit like Alistair
1: Lynch in the grand <laughs> final. <will> just, <laughs> just come out swinging. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's very cool. And, and hopefully everyone, if they have an opportunity to get out to Ascot on Saturday can get there and soak it all in, get some Ollie merch and – Get some photos and get your cameras out because, yeah, if he rides a winner on uh, on his last day, it will be incredible scenes here at Ascot Racecourse, basically where it all began for him. So, um, all that to look forward to. Do we want to do the Super Smink Chat now or uh, before the before the gold rush?
2: What are you, What are we discussing? Oh, I just wanted to just do a bit of a straw poll amongst, oh, amongst, I don't know. amongst people here. <laughs> well... I don't know. I, I'm a bit upset. I'm a bit upset. I don't see how Super Sminks gone ahead of Magnificent Andy because it's a 93 <laughs> Raider and Sminks a 90. So for me, Super Sminks should be the third emergency. That's the one thing I don't get from this. Like I think it's probably one spot too high. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's up to the handicapper. So that sounds like <laughs> it
1: sounds, it sounds like some, so, so
2: someone would say on Twitter actually. So um, oh, is that a little? <laughs> so what not- do you think about our mate Brad McManus? Just uh,
0: what did you think, BJ? Give a bit of. Fire in the belly?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Brad's—he's a Rawa employee, isn't he? So uh, when he's when he's stuck over in the bubble, I think you can lose lose a little bit of sight about what's going on <laughs> in the uh, in the real world. But
0: no, Brad, I'm just trying to cause rifts. Yeah, but yeah I think. You uh, obviously have something to say about it, so you're probably best to kick us off because I think Terry and I will probably take the mickey a little bit. That's all <laughs> it's uh, like all you, I'm
2: going to do, because nah, like, that's that's yeah,
0: I feel like nah, it's my it's, role it's in been,
1: life. It's, it has been done to death this week. Tab Radio's covered it quite extensively. There's been lots of chatter on online, but basically, what happened on Monday when the field was declared, uh, the handicapper decided that Super Smink hadn't done enough to guarantee herself a start in the gold rush on Saturday. Do you think the so, handicapper made that decision?
2: Or do you think they just didn't make a decision?
1: Well, there's layers to it. I think I think that everyone was taken aback a little bit by Dom Deschutes, Bustler, accepting after racing last Saturday, more Dom Deschutes. And of course, Carly's Karma has made one of the great, all-time great comebacks from throat surgery to take her place in the race what do so, you think of
2: the troll of carly's karma so so so, so yeah
1: but i mean if, if you're recovering from a throat mishap you're just going to drop out and run on and be as put under as least pressure as possible but i mean uh, good luck to them but we, it, it wasn't factored in as a as a runner so um so like it was always kind of uh, in my numbers she was always nev- she was never all just in the field in terms of like but but again it's not really stipulated in the conditions of the race exactly how they're going to do their their order of entry so when you nominate for those feature races the wait for age races and the condition uh, uh, there's a section of the conditions of entry about handicappers discretion or, or ultimate discretion in basically choosing who 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 um, uh, gets in the field, or who doesn't get in the field, and they have that ultimate authority. So, I guess from just from full disclosure, for those that, that listeners that aren't aware, I I work for uh, one of my clients is Morton Racing, and um, I was involved obviously in the programming of Super Smint. So we were monitoring the the shape of the field for a couple of weeks, and I guess we just felt as though. She was favourite for the race, uh, and uh, the the that she had she had she was champion two year old. She'd won the Belgravia, second in the Champion Fillies, the third in the, in the Guineas. That it would kind of be a bit of a no brainer that she would she would be in the field, and the older horses had to fight amongst themselves to um, to determine the rest of the order of entry. So the thing that um, is frustrating about her being declared E2. And I spoke to Vinnie immediately after the, Vinnie Means, the chief handicapper, immediately after the field was announced. Uh, And so everything that I say now is exactly what I said to him on Monday. But I think not only am I disappointed that they didn't, I'll start again. I think we need to determine in wait for age races, in these one point five million dollar races, whether it's the Winterbottom, the Northerly, or the Gold Rush, I think there needs to be some clarity around: is the handicapper's job to pick the to pick the field off ratings, or is it to pick the f- best possible field so that the best race against the best?
2: Is that how the Cox Plates done?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I and I think that if that I believe that has always been the case. Mm-hmm. But for but for some, how's r- it worded? It's it's basically it's discretionary balloting that um, they have discretionary bell- ultimate discretionary balloting powers that they can they can demote horses um, you know uh, by their you know by their assessment by their so personal not promote assessment.
2: just demote yeah okay yeah
1: so but my um, so my thing is all right so what are we trying to achieve here as a as a body as a as an industry as a entertainment um, and wagering um, product. For mine and I, I think, think we should pick the best field and we should empower our handicappers to do that, So, uh, which I always thought was just accepted anyway. So the, 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 the fundamental things that I disagree with from the order of entry is if Vinny has used ratings to determine the order of entry, then he can't use – then her Super Sphinx 3-odd rating is irrelevant because she's never raced against older horses and it's a, it's a, it's just a figure. It's not a real number. So she's never had an opportunity to create a mature number that can, that you can accurately marry up against the, the older horses. And rating three odds is the hardest thing a handicapper can do because they can go from a maiden and progress so quickly that like, in you know in a matter of time they're they can win a maiden and then they're an, a 90 rater because of the the progression and then they um and then they have to get rated accordingly. So I'll give you some examples. So Zip Away uh, when it won the Guinea's rated 70. So then it went into the Northerly rating 86. Now post-Northerly having run third it rates 99. So it's gone from a 70 to a 99 Winning the Guineas and running third in an orderly. Uh Oscar's Fortune won the Placid Arc Prelude and came out of that race as a seventy-eight. Ran second in the Placid Arc, went to an eighty-four, and then ran second in a winner bottom, and now it's a hundred and one. So uh, it's gone from a seventy. So it's gone from a seventy-eight to a one hundred and one without even winning a race. So the the, the three-year ratings are so volatile that I think it was it was unfair and i thought i think the methodology is wrong to use her rating to determine where she fits in the order of entry my counter to what he said was uh, her rating was too low and she hasn't done enough is that it's a weight for age race she gets 5 kilos under the scale if you're going to use if you're going to use her rating of 90 in a weight for age context against older horses you should standardize her rating for weight for age. So, therefore- It's 100. Therefore, you should add the five kilos back onto her rating and she should have a rating of 100 plus four for being a Feliz So, she should be 104. You should do that for the entire field. Otherwise, it's an unfair assessment because her rating isn't real compared to your laver rods and these mature horses who have raced in season in, season out. So, I just disagree with how, the, how they decided to use the field. I also disagree when- Vinnie's said to me that she hasn't made a compelling case to warrant a start and he said that on radio during the week as well. And I find that just mind-boggling, mind-boggling. She's won a Belgravia. Uh, Behind her in the Belgravia was Almighty Class, Augment, a lot of good man Ripcord all finished behind her. she got she gave four kilos to Keshi Boom she, uh, who then went on and won the champion fillies, and she's been beaten half length in a WA guineas uh, behind Zipper away and a lot of good men who then grown run third and fifth in the northerly and for my for my understanding is that should have elevated her standing. The performances of the three-year-olds in the winter bottom and the northerly should have elevated her her standing and should have helped make a compelling case for her. Um, but they focus so much on the fact that she got beat last start and she didn't win and use that as such a negative against her, rather that one performance rather than look at it as a whole and look at what's in the best interest of the race and what's in the best interest of the event. So, I disagree with his methodology, I disagreed with his assessment and I disagree with the fact that he chose not to use his discretionary ball- balloting powers to pick the best possible field. And uh, I think the race is, um, is lesser because she's not in the race. And I find another thing he said on radio was that we don't, we don't factor in markets into our decision-making. And I find that a little bit disturbing in fact that he's just used one metric ratings only to pick the field. Whereas he hasn't taken in all the other factors into consideration, we determining the He has design. to
2: some degree because he's put her above Magnificent because no, no, she's a ninety-four. Oh, is that the yeah? Okay. yeah she's a
1: ninety-four because okay, she gets four
2: points. Yeah, right. And, and
1: also another thing is there was too much focus on who misses out, so so Super should get in. My take is that Super should have been in anyway, and then you you work backwards from there and talk about compelling cases. Labor Rod hasn't won a race since April 2021 and has 11 starts since its last win it's been placed twice and don't get me wrong Labor Rod was a great run in the winter bottom and he always runs a good race i think he's run he's run well in the last two winter bottoms but if you're talking about making a compelling case and earning your spot in the field he's had 11 goes at this level and hasn't been and has proven over a two and a half year period that he's not good enough Smink got beaten once in the guineas and all of a sudden she's not good enough despite everything she's achieved in eight starts. I feel like it was just blinkers on, very narrow decision-making process. And, you know, and I said this to him, I just said, I think it was wrong. I just think it was the wrong call. And I, people will say that I'm conflicted, yes, but you should also know, and if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, that I've always taken the bigger picture of what's best for WA Racing into consideration. And I think this was just – this was a dumb decision, dumb decision. And I uh, and I feel like the race and the event and everything would have been a lot richer for Super Superspint to be in the field and for them to use their courage and conviction to be, pick the best field possible.
0: Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> no, extremely well said. I don't think anyone can debate that the race is less without her in it or – Right, Yeah, like it would have been a much better race with her in it. So, no one's arguing that. Um, so, I guess what you're saying is she should just already be in it and then someone drops out from the bottom. But Ripcord's number 16, but assuming- He's in because he won the Placid. Okay. Yeah. So, my Carly's bell, my, my Bella May, I think, wouldn't it be?
1: Yeah, well, she's, she's had chances. Has, but again, yeah. if I'm using my argument that the rating should be adjusted for weight for age- then they get two kilos. So, she has to go up another four points as well. Yeah. So, so I really feel like there was an opportunity missed to justify the order of entry by adding the weight for age back onto Super Sphinx rating. And then she would have been 104 and then she would have been in the field. But – and and it's just – it's a nonsense to compare three-odd ratings to older horses' ratings because she's never
0: raced against Yeah, I think what you horse. said before about she's – even at the moment she's a – 90 or a 94 rater she's only one run away from being an extra 15 points just like oscar's fortune and
2: who was there
0: she hasn't got there yet yeah Yeah. but she she already she's good enough to be that rating she just hasn't achieved it yet yeah and, and also if she had won
1: the burgess queen stakes she would have beaten horses that were rated 60 62 up to 70 she wouldn't have got a ratings penalty anyway and that wouldn't have been enough to get her in the field because it wasn't a it, there's no gold, It was a golden ticket race. So if she wins the Belgravia, she wins the Burgess Queen, her rating would have stayed at 90. She gets beat in the Guineas, which is a golden ticket race. Under their argument, she could win the Belgravia, Burgess Queen, run third in the Guineas and not get a run because her ratings are high enough. So I think the whole thing is flawed and these, these are the moments in time where the handicappers need to use their discretion to pick the best field possible. And if they all sat around, had a round table discussion like, I, I find it mind-boggling that they wouldn't think that she would be in the field. Yep. Um, so, that's it's disappointing.
0: This isn't really a counter-argument yep. to what you've just said because it's probably, it probably doesn't have a lot to do whether whether she should be in the field or not. But I'm personally starting to wonder whether – she's obviously come back as a three-year-old, but I don't know if she's gone to a new level like Amelia's Jewel did. Um. I think, yeah, obviously superstar two-year-old, but I feel like she's – she's at that same level and that's what the rating suggests anyway. Like obviously one first up, but, and she probably, you know, needed the run. So it was a good effort, but she got the saloon passage through and one in a bit of a bunch field. Second up, she, I know the people are going to say, oh, she was too close, but since when is the box seat and not having to go around a horse, a bad run? She got, you know, Keshi Boone went past her like she was um, nailed to the rail. Mm-hmm. And then third up, um, couldn't have asked for a better ride and then just thought she was a touch playing late. But I mean, I know you're gonna say she hasn't get the mile, but I think she's had a chance to win another race this prep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But why does she, why does she have to win a race this prep, and those other horses can go around week in, week out, and never win? Exactly, they're in the race,
0: and that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying this is why she shouldn't be in the field. But, but that sh- sounded like it, Cripp. Sounded sounded like it. That's kind of the that's argument. The headline. <laughs> no, that, that, <laughs> no that, Cripps thinks handicap. I got it. Bang and on. also this no, isn't that, me. That, that was the argument of the handicap like, as well. And this isn't me being yeah. a smartest either, because I had one of my biggest bets of the year on a in the Guineas. So maybe I'm just still a little a little bit salty, but. I mean, I think, you know, we've sort of given her a couple of excuses as to why she hasn't won, whereas I feel like horses who are absolutely in the zone win d- despite having excuses in the run sometimes. Like, that ride in the guineas, she should have won from where she was. I mean, in saying that, the form's obviously held up. But, but, that, but that, that's,
1: that's another thing. They're not, they don't win all the time, mm. right? They're going to get beat. And it feels like if she had got beaten the Belgravia and beaten in the Burgess Queen – and then come out and win the Guineas. Like it's that recency bias, right? Yeah. Of that. And it's, this is what I was talking to the handicapper about. I feel like they were too focused on that one performance, which then got enhanced by the performances of Zip Away and a lot of good men in the Northerly. So really, if you, the, the, the Winterbottom and the Northerly have been richer, more interesting races across the board for two class three odds being in them. In the Winter Bottom, of course, Ripcord and Oscar's Fortune and Northerly, um, a lot of good men in Zip Away. So I feel like it shouldn't be, running third beaten half length at the shouldn't be a knock on her. It should actually be, should actually enhance her Yeah, place. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but but not only that, it's just lining up against the other horses in the field. You've got great, oh, they're all good horses. And I said that on Twitter during the week, but um, they're coming through listed, listed races. And they haven't accumulated as much prize money in their career as what Super smith has in um, in eight starts. And I feel like, I feel like, and he said this on radio as well that he, they frowned upon her not going to the champion fillies and in, bypassing the champion fillies and going to the guineas. And that was a programming decision based on what was best for the horse no one's trying to be smart and avoid certain races. Dan's trying to win A, a northerly or B, a gold rush. And so he's trying to get the horse from there to there to make sure he's going to get it peaking at the right time. And this was the path chosen to get there. But to highlight the fact that we didn't go to the champion fillies and and then we cost ourselves a chance to
0: qualify for the race. I, I don't know. I, I find that a bit of a cheap be, argument. If you had your time again, do you reckon you would have gone to the placid arc, taken that potential route? Don't know. Like it was, it was,
1: it was all, all was on the table, and it was a collective decision. Dan, yeah, you would have, like Dan, the, Dan and time, Chris, you know. Chris Parnham and it was all just, we'll just, and they're three three-year-olds as well. So, I don't think you should be penalised for testing the capabilities of your horse, like, and and. You know, this is thoroughbred horse racing. It's a contest. You could have easily stuck to the twelve hundred meter races, or you can test your, the limits of your filly, see what she's capable of, and um, and compete against the best um, at the pointy end of the year. Yeah. And like, I don't think, I think it's courageous from the stable to to do what they did, rather than, oh, well, she's we we know she's really effective at twelve hundred. Let's do let's do that, but. At the end of the day, I don't think it even should have come to that. I think it's just if the handicapper is empowered and encouraged to use their discretion, then it's a no-brainer. She, like she's just she's in, Re- regardless of whether she wins, loses, or whatever, she deserves her place in that field. Yeah. And I think that is the issue for me. It's the discretion. Either use it, don't talk about it. Either use it or don't have it. So, um, and racing wagering WA and Perth Racing need to get behind the handicapper and say look in future we want the best horses racing against the best. This is big time grand final racing and if if that means you've got to promote a horse into the field and demote something out of the field to make sure that the, um, the best are together and they're facing off against each other then you should be encouraged to do so. The last thing I, I, I would say on it is it's a nonsense that the favorite or second favorite is E2. It's absolutely bananas and I don't know like from a wagering point of view how that affects you guys from what you're trying to do within the race. I've got no idea how Deductions work with her as an E2 or what Ooh. the setup is? And that's the thing, it's 150%
0: some 50% more. Some caucus are different, yeah. Yeah,
2: Sports so Better, the so only how, one that. Deductions. How does it work? How does well, it work? just at the moment, it's a hundred and um, most companies, it's about 145% market with her in it, and there won't be deductions when she comes out, but she is taking up, say, 16% of the market. So it's a 129% market. But the problem is, if a couple come out, if Carly's calmer and my Bella may come out. She comes into the field. You're betting into 150% market throughout because there's no real deductions on yep. them. And if you do take something else, so if you back another horse that's currently in the field, and then she does get a run, um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's this exact same thing. You're not you're not getting um, rewarded for it, but you still be deducted. So yeah, it's uh, it's not good for wagering because you're betting into such a high percentage uh, market this far out. So there probably won't be huge serious betting in this race. I wouldn't have thought
0: until 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Yeah, that was my exact thought. I'm um, I, I wasn't yeah. super keen on anything in the race, but I'd have said there's just no way. I'm just going to look at it again as soon as final scratchings come through yep, because yep. I'd hate to back something, you know, I'd hate to back, say, Valor Road and then Savatoxil comes out yeah. and Super Spink replaces her and all of a sudden yep. I've got to beat a $6 pop instead of the $100 to $1 yeah, dollar right. yeah. pop.
2: So, I mean- you don't, get,
0: you don't get the opposite to a
2: deduction no.
0: and <laughs> an addition to your price. And again, like the, the narrow-mindedness to focus
1: purely on that one metric, their internal handicap is rating rather than take the whole collective picture into the decision-making process was uh, was a flaw. Price
0: should be one of the bigger factors because the market is just so And it's a mature market. It wasn't yeah. like it just
1: came out that it's day. It's been knocked
0: exactly. in by a lot of smart people. Yeah. And, um, and,
1: and and yeah, and as I said, it's not about whether she wins, loses or whatever. For me, it's about the contest. It's about creating the best possible race we can and I think it was a golden missed.
2: You reckon Vinny was a bit means, do you, to
1: the Morton camp? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vinny would be taking my calls it for uh, a while. Sir. Well, I,
2: probably the, out
0: of the – I've listened to all the commentary throughout the week. Yep. My favourite interview of the lot was listening to Craig Williams mm-hmm. and this is the view I actually had on it was just – he said, look, I can't – control what i can't control so i'm going to rock up on saturday if she runs good if she doesn't i've got another good ride and that's how i did the race i you know it doesn't affect i don't bet futures so it doesn't affect me either way from a financial standpoint um i I downloaded my ratings i did the form and then after once final scratchings come out saturday i'll adjust for that and just play each ball on its merits c-ball hit ball so um no reverse That's, sweeps for you. No reverse so Stay in the V. Very <laughs> stay good. Stay in the V. <laughs> All
1: right. Let's take a break. And when we return, we'll be getting stuck into our preview for Damien Oliver, Gold Rush Day. Looking for a hot tip? Membership at Perth Racing is your best bet of the day. Five days of the pinnacles, Perth Cup Day, Quokka Day, exclusive access. Can't go wrong. So, you know what to do get in the queue. PerthRacing.com.au Okay, it's time to partner with Perth Racing and preview Damien Oliver Gold Rush Day. Day 5 of the Pinnacles Carnival at Ascot. Terry,
2: what do we need to stay tuned for? Uh, Stay tuned throughout the show for more super smink commentary. (laughs) Jeez, that's enough super smink commentary. I reckon for a week it's done. You cooked it, Vinnie. Stay tuned throughout the show for info. I haven't got an opinion, by the way. I'm just staring up. Uh, Stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City Mates get out steaks competition. Um, And we've had a laid out. Jay Rooney. Crook. 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 Crook is a dingo. So yeah. Jay Rooney is out. So Chrissy Parnum uh, remains in the chair for another week uh, without fault. But don't forget the Mundaring Hotel. And I'm sure BJ will tell us more about it later in the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unfortunately, um, all my uh,
1: Gold Rush Super Smith related questions will be null and void on the quiz next week. I but, but, uh, <laughs> Nothing either is relevant. How many starts has, has, has it been since Labour Riders won a race? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Zero. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Chris Parnum, Jay Rooney. One of the gatekeepers to Mount Rushmore mm. as Chris goes for four on the bounce. That will be on next week's edition. And then Toby Dunn will have to come in and- Well, uh, if. 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 I dare uh, get's past gets Joe. Uh, yeah. So Chris will have to take on the might of the Roondog, mm. Jay Rooney on next week's edition of the Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind. Okay. It's time for the Ascot Track Report brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. What are we thinking, Sandy? Krip. Mm. What's it doing? Where's
0: well, the fence? Fence is- um, Did you walk the track on the way in? Did not walk the track. Mm. Out to four metres, which I think at the moment, the further away from the true position, the better. Um, I feel like there is an inferior bias on the inside. I feel like four metres is almost- Fix that. Uh, we Yeah, it just seems like those real inside lanes are the ones that are causing a little bit of havoc. In saying that, I didn't even really notice it last week and until Pistol said, And but I'm just a person who, I'll listen to Pistol's lane data over my own because he's got the numbers to back it up. For me, the key factor on Saturday is the wind. Mm. Um, there's definitely a pretty decent sea breeze forecast, but it's just about timing on when that wind hits, so... Yes, when does Brad say it's coming in? Nah, he's a rain man. Oh, oh, he's he's a rain man. man. <laughs> leave him out of the sorry, wind. Uh, so. who's a rain man? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, sorry. <laughs> um yesterday it looked like the sea breeze was gonna be in all throughout the card. This morning I woke up and checked the weather and it looks like the southern or there might even be a bit of east in the wind mm-hmm. until one o'clock and there's not too much west in it until, say, 3 o'clock. So, it's just, mm. I reckon it's going to be a good day to watch the wind or if you know someone at the track and keep an eye on the flags because you could play a little bit on pace early, but then as soon as that sea breeze swings around with some westerly in it, then it should really even things up,
1: It's just on last Saturday were you, were you guys was there anything to come out of that track wise like any gremlins or anything that you picked up on or nah, was, was it was t- tempo yeah tempo I was fine sort of of, yep very yep.
2: good now yeah, I was fine with it horses won from all different spots and actually blah actually made, blah, made blah. a bit of a comeback last couple of meetings To try, I uh, never had much doubt in it so <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Terry did you I don't want to talk about Oscar's fortune creep okay I'm not ready
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you question the inside pad in the straight uh, I didn't know no neither I didn't know I think my
2: thing with that is we are used to with Ascot at times a fence being a bit cooked, or we're used to. Hang on, what am I trying to say here? We're used to um, tracks being on speed a lot of the time but, uh, across Western Australia at the moment. Um, so when we get a fair one, we go, "Oh, is the fence a bit off? Is there something wrong with that?" No, it's just it's just plain fair. Yeah. They're just all getting their chances. So um, no, I mean Dom to
0: settled on the fence, one a Group One. So yeah, got a, I'm more talking about in the straight. In the, the straight, yeah, that's <laughs> celebrity <laughs> Prince came up the fence and didn't let down. Didn't down, let like let Deep and the prep, other one was potentially- Pachula? I was going to but say they Pachula. Walk, they walked though. And no, it's still- no, i are not going to do it, it, Well, watching it live, says, I thought yeah. Kira's really rolled them along. And then How often does that happen though? The punting though? form can, data is they basically- well, It was I even, wasn't it? It was even. Four, four, like, I think was, they went four or five sure below. pretty sure it was very uh, slow. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It, there's only, it's a thousand meter race, so I'm looking at to the 600, so yeah. it's only the first 400 meters. Unless you just got trucking from a long way out. Yeah.
2: Two things: A, Darren made that comment that they were flying along. So Australia, we think they're flying along. And B, to the eye, the amount of times I think they're going one way or the other, um, and they're, they're doing the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. We, need like, we, we, we need, need sectional s- times on the vision. That's what we need. Like
1: they do in Melbourne, and Sydney. Yeah, yeah. and they, that would even be great for the caller as well that they can reference them in in real time. So,
2: yeah. be, so the lead well, time, here. They, they do it at Gloucester Park, exactly. Don't they? Yeah. That's
0: uh, after dark, though. Yeah. And right, got, it looked like, like there was like a few horses that were off the bit chasing her. Yeah. Uh, him. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at the sectional- Might just it, be an ordinary race. I think
1: Snippy <laughs> Snippy Witch ran over like 32-something.
0: Well, even that debutante ran one of the fastest last 200s yeah, of the card, and yeah. it got beat nine lengths or something. So let, they it win, d- let it win Rupert. Let it win Rupert. Mm. So, might yeah. be a sneaky one back to a maiden next up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's good, Crip. You know, we're going to get a price now. <laughs> 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 but, ah, I'll back bat marker won't be on anyway. Race one, the Tab Touch. Be
1: better at life. Handicap, uh, plate rather, for the three-year-olds over 1400 meters. The 1-1 pod Own the Dream Syndicate has a runner in this in Odonaka, number three coming up from the great Southern, the great Steve Wolf and Sean McGrady Combination, the current market on the purple suggests that uh the race is currently dominated by Storm Chaser, number four, Luke Fernie, Damien Lane back in the west as well. Blue Lagoon coming out of the WA Guineas and another one in single figures is Brave Strike who was a bit stiff last start in the Lestier
0: Classic. Who wants to mm. kick things off? Race one. What you got, Krip? Uh Not too much. I think... Uh, I don't really know. Oh, that was a honest. good exhalation, wasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fairly confident that Blue Lagoon deserves to be favourite. Mm. And after seeing how... What horse do I... Well, after obviously seeing the three horses that beat him home in the guineas have... Well, not super Spring, obviously, but the other two have performed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it does make sense. My well, one query, and it's we speaking about off air, is I've been finding inside barriers in slowly run races have not been kind to me of late. I don't think this will be slow. You don't think so? I think Crunchy Nut, its best chance is to. Who's on it? Rock and roll. Uh oh, he won't go as. You reckon Vicky would be a bit more aggressive Ooh, than Brad? Yeah. Brad's- yeah. Brad's a great front-running rider, but he definitely isn't he, one. He's a cuddle. He likes, yeah. he likes yeah. to give him a cuddle. He likes yeah. to um, play a bit of cat and mouse. And Blue well, is the... going to be through the fence
2: too, isn't it? Would,
1: would Damien Lane? Pardon?
2: It'll be through the fence. Yeah, too, probably. probably yeah. Guy, yeah.
1: Would Damien Lane if if Brad wants to give Crunchy out a bit of a, a bit of a cuddle? Would Damien Lane just go to the front on Storm Chaser?
2: <laughs> yeah, Luke wants to ride Storm Chaser with uh, cover
0: okay. um, going forward. It, I think I that's it, the plan. But I had, it, the yeah, I had it in the breeze. Yeah, I had it in the breeze. That makes it. Just feels like a messy race to me. Yeah. Um,
2: okay. I, I I thought. Yeah. It's a really good point, though. In regards, I hadn't I hadn't probably factored that in enough. I, I'm with you. Blue Lagoon clear favourite. Just a standout pick in the race. As I said, I, I I think sometimes I look for bad luck when it's a tougher period or whatnot. But I, I tend to back Clint and Pike in from from tougher spots. So a couple of times I'll be doing that with Clint today, actually. But um. Yeah, I think um I think as long uh, as long as it sees clear air, I think uh, Blue Lagoon will be be pretty hard to hold out. But um, that is a very interesting point. You, you said we'd learn some stuff today. It hasn't yeah. taken me long. It hasn't taken me long at like, all. The what, whole card's what, gonna be about learning? What
1: right? a, uh, if it is a bit muddling and you need to be off the fence, rolling is it? Is it got a bit of a bit of brave strike feel to it? Yeah, yeah for
2: sure. Yeah. There's three winners, isn't there? I mean, it's Storm Chaser from the breeze, but for me, like I opposed Storm Chaser last start and it was good. Mm. It, it went well, I think He's brave. Sure. I think brave strike was a better one. It just, it's just, mm. it's consistently going up way under my price. Storm Chaser at the moment. Yeah, that win at Bunbury was good, but that was that hot inside rail, um, and they went Basie had went super hard out in front, so it was it was suited that day. So it can beat me, but $2.70, two dollars seventy, two dollars whatever it is. That's that's thin for me so um, yeah I'm, I'm hoping they roll along to some degree with Crunchy Nut um, and then I think from the breeze Storm Chaser will be got by Brave Strike or um, Blue, Lagoon. Blue Lagoon whoever gets the luck so I'll yeah. back one
1: save the other yeah, yeah Brave Strike for me um, just needed just- to run fourth the other day for uh, one of the agencies gave me a same race multi. Yeah. I've never done one ever mm. before. And I was like, oh, this, I'll have a play around this $50 bonus, same race multi. Uh, generosity top two, Brave Strike top four, and uh, Augment
0: held on by an absolute pimple. I can see what <laughs> Steve was thinking to stay on the back of investment strategy, but I just, I feel like. If you play the percentages and look, I'm not a jockey, so. But if you if you have the option to get three date with cover, he usually does at Ascot, too. Mate. You just take it, don't the bustler yeah. rod, exactly, mate. And I there's a- another couple we'll talk about later in the card where jockeys elected not to get off three date with cover and it costed them as well, so. I was very, very, very heavily invested on the place.
2: I and it sounds funny because it definitely runs a place if it follows um, the three wide line. But mm. I reckon it wins because I reckon she had. She's a momentum horse. She takes a hundred meters to find any type yeah, of. If she, if she came
1: it. off Generosity's back oh. and, and
2: got sl- slingshot into the race, I, I don't think, think they'd And yeah. I and, yeah. I, and the, it was just such a costly race for me. So <laughs> this is just a little <laughs> wind drive, but this is so I priced investment strategy four thirty brave strike five eighty. So investment strategy was about five dollars. Brave strike was twenty six dollars. Six dollars a place throughout, like late, early, whenever you wanted a bet. And because I'm that short, that's 16% of my market, I couldn't really get investment strategy to the bet I needed to. So because I, I placed the right bet, like I, I placed the right bet, I lost, should have won. Um, and because I had it that short investment strategy then was, it was over my price and I could chop to some degree, but it wasn't the bet it would have been because of that. So that was a completely pointless whinge, but
0: I feel better for saying it. And even with, although playing games was, Forty-one dollars. Like it was actually not the worst line to be in that three-wide line. It's mm-hmm. the horse isn't going bad, so. But that's just, um, yeah, yeah, ducking when you should be weaving, ducking so. when you should be bloody weaving.
1: All right, <laughs> race two is the Beasley Workwear Handicap uh, Graduation over the fifteen hundred meters. Damien Oliver, the goat, he is riding San Fabrizio. For his mother and his wife, and for tremendous friends over the journey. Uh, once again, sticky draw, uh, flashed home late. Uh, last start went heavily supported, that was behind EPC. EPC is, uh, I think it was a 20 to 1 when it won the other day. It's currently the
2: uh, $3.90 favourite. Yeah, I don't know if San Francisco flashed home. I think San Francisco just got home. Like, it was under pressure a fair way from home. Like, I don't know. Just on the surface, it. All things being equal, and all things are never equal, um, EPC – San Fabrizio can't beat EPC home. Like, I would would think – The two kilos won't be enough. No, but all things – Aren't equal? Was EPC going to put a flat one in second up? Mm. I think that's less of a chance after a good trial because that's two performances in a row we've seen. Um, will Sam Fabrizio be extra set for for this and Ollie's last day with the connections involved? So I, I don't know how you find the improvement from Sam Fabrizio. I didn't show the early gate speed to land closer, which is probably what I think would suit the horse. I mean, I can't come at that. I mean, if. Yeah, if you get rid of the connections and the the emotional aspect, San Fabrizio has a $10 pop here, like, isn't it? Like, I don't know. So, Manhattan Strip, uh, stiff as anything at its last couple. Um, that was the horse
0: I was talking about in the last race, just the opportunity to get three-deck with cover. Yeah. Stayed in and it- Probably, probably wins.
2: Mate, another one. Who was on he that was, was Chris What yes. about Starring Night yesterday? They've absolutely walked. This is at Pinjarra yesterday at Scarpside, and um, Breeze was key trade. Lukey Campbell mm-hmm. was in the one-one on um, Starring Night, and they are walking, like proper walking. Something was going around him at the 550, like the perfect
0: time to go on a race of what and he stayed in. I was on Vitalize, and it was no fault of Chris's this one because it was just- I actually a- didn't have a bet in the race. I should yeah, just yeah, clarify. Got- I'm not talking out of any pocket. Yeah, he was on the back of Starring Night, but in the end- the horse of Grant Alana's who had drawn bad, but with all the scratchings, end up being a small field. I had to go wait for it to go around mm. three wide, and then basically come out the outside of the straight last, and it was just never a hope from there. See, I mean, there's Linton went up four bucks key trade as well. Jumps mm. seventeen, so at least Lenton's had a fill.
1: There's another horse who fit, uh, fits that category as well. Not in small didn't get a lot of luck when it was sort of uh, locked away in a two wide line the other day. Yeah. So not, yeah, not necessarily anyone's fault. This is the way the race shaped, but. Had no luck first up. Yes. I
2: can't get it anywhere better than Breeze here because yep. my horse, Material Witness, will be instructed to try to lead. I don't think it's got the speed from an inside gate to hold maybe full mm. of merit and and uh, Smile out. So mm. I think at best and Smile's um going to be Breeze here. So it's whether you think it can have Manhattan Strip mm. on its back, have Thoroughgood coming at it, have mm. EPC, have San Fabrizio coming at it. Um, but the thing is I think this race is really thin. Like I don't full of merit's none for me at fifteens. Uh, elite fighter, I can't have it. Like that country championship is so inferior.
1: And where's to it gonna, it's gonna be here.
2: dead last? It's gonna it? be like it doesn't step anyway. So yeah. it's gonna have to come around and run past all those horse we just mentioned. So um, yeah, I've managed I don't mind Thoroughgood a little bit from, from there. Uh, I think he's racing well. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch real closely last start as well, the final hundred, it didn't get – you were on last start, were He didn't yeah. get balanced up properly. Like it's a big horse. It always does his best work down the last outside. Out, yeah. And I just don't think he saw clear air and you can see it in the head on. He didn't see clear air to the final hundred. So, I think the run was even- It doesn't look as impressive because you've got those horses flooding down the outside, but I think it was better and I think
0: if you got clearer earlier, at least run a place. So, yeah. so Then this run or this race, where to from the gate barrier yeah. nine?
2: It's traditionally- Three does, wide line, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's three wide line again. Um, Leading it up or- You'd hope might not. Might be following Hibiscus Lady or Ideal like.
2: world- uh, nod and Smiles leading it up, I'd suggest. Mm-hmm. Full of Merit kicks up, Material Witness Breeze and Nod 3D. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's troublesome. But look, I, I just kept coming back to if, if they're all sprinting and they're all at the top of the straight, letting down, EPC was 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 super and it has to be my favourite. And Manhattan Strip was a clear danger. So I was just going to back those two. I'd love to save Thorogood. I presume we see 10 bucks late. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to play those three. Like I just think it's a real thin race right? Yep. I can just target
0: my top end of the book. Yeah. Nah, I'd, EPC... That First start, win just looked like a horse who would go on and win two or three in a row, like it was proper turn of foot areas, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, but in saying that, yeah, the went around pre
2: debut, it was real, like,
0: well, a bit of a screw yeah. course, yeah. yeah. And it is a bleeder, so I guess if you talk to some people, mm-hmm. they'll say you're going to get your best run out of a bleeder fresh. So, whether it can reproduce that effort, we'll find out Saturday. Uh, obviously, has a Bit of a negative starting price profile against mm. San Provisio, and then the two kilos as well. So look, EPC was the one I wanted to be on, but I was kind of a $4.20 favorite. So at $4 currently won't get me. The other one who actually interested me was Nod and Smile. Just think he's a really good, bold, front running type. If he gets to the breeze, I'd be happy with that. I reckon he'd yeah, be pretty hard to catch. And this is going to be interesting when I was talking about before with the wind, in, Early in the day, mm. might not have the uh, sea breeze to push into just quite yet.
2: I reckon they're going to are They full of merit. Your material witness. I, I yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I, if you were going to look at nod and smile, I wouldn't be too deterred about material witness because my feel is my horse doesn't accelerate quickly, so I think it could be lost in the ruck, and you've got full of merit out in front. And I do think from there, nod and
0: smile could breeze pretty softly. So the interesting. That's thing a good as call well about full of merit was. Obviously, two starts ago, she, Holly went really hard, and mm-hmm. I thought it was such a good ride. But she got gunned down by Autumn Rebel. Mm-hmm. Last the third, start, a third horse came out, one that's made in secrecy as well. Yeah, last start at Pinjara, I felt like in her head she might have thought she went too hard because she actually elected to not lead. And I was on it that day and was absolutely cursing in the run. <laughs> I can't <couldn't> imagine you. <laughs> not way. to, I was like, just let this lead and roll, and it will win by five. And she ended up sitting outside of Joe a Party. And look, while she won because that field was just with all due respect to bunch of battlers. I think she rode it better two starts ago. But now that she's won on it like that last start, I wonder if she now thinks that's how to ride the horse. And who knows, maybe nod and smile, handed bars down, might I even cross them. That's mm. really good thinking. So I don't mind that. Putting your, Terry yeah, well, I really like that as a
2: thought process. I had Nod and Smile as a horse at wherever it goes next I reckon I'm on for sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's fascinating. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Manhattan trip for me. I like the draw with this race shape. Uh no luck its last two. Uh, I was on it two starts ago at Ascot when Lucy Warwick rode. Never, never really got out um, at the right time. From four, if they pace is on, they string out a bit. I can see a few of the fancies being sort of worse in midfield. Manhattan strip rolling into the race, might be able to pinch a bit of a march and hold him yep. off late. Yeah.
2: So. I'm with you. That'll Definitely be my that. That. that'll be my best result. Also, one sec. Yep. Uh Maddie. Here we oh, go, yeah,
1: Kripper. Wow. Hang, oh, hang on. Guys, hang on. on, hang hang on. on. I've got hang a bit on. of a bone,
0: a bone to pick with you guys. What are like you possibly coming out here that's mad? I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you guys. i got a bone to <laughs> pick. Last time I was on the podcast, Maddie was Ripcord. It won. Yes. Firstly... I should be congratulated for actually picking a Maddie that was over twenty to one. <laughs> Secondly, somehow it's one. So people that say miracles don't happen. Well there you go. So uh, me, you're Terry, I'm bringing up the Oscar's fortune race <laughs> again. <laughs> okay, no, I'm no, surprised yeah? you didn't Is congratulate actually me, it. Go again, Oh, me. I uh, yeah. Um nah, good on you, champ. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, Fuck Maddie, on. Flower in the Wind. Purely off what it did first up last preparation, if it repeated a run like that, can it bob up. Jeez, right. its its trials were paper thin. They weren't that good last prep either. Yeah, they record can't one. win the placid arka flower and oh, can't win this. I got one word
2: here. Oscars Neville uh, Neville. No, it's we got, wild. We nifty. got nifty in the first yesterday, didn't we? We got him
1: finally, finally after uh, a series of uh, defeats. I got one over <laughs> nifty. Thank you. Um, now- you touch- Where's the
2: triangle? Where's the trumpet button? Me and Chris <laughs> don't have access to the buttons. <laughs> you know, uh, uh,
1: you mentioned something about the head on the other day. I must mm. say- uh, Stewart's vision? Steward's vision. Like it. Well done. Like it a lot. Well Fantastic. done. Fantastic. Racing WA. Uh, overdue, but so happy it's in and the cuts are really good. And I uh, just like the fact that um, we're progressing in that space. And I noticed I've been fiddling around a lot with the format of the new cruise. Um, and making making changes. So, they're actively chipping away at getting it right, which yep. is uh, they're, they're investing in, nah, the, in the product, which 100%, is
0: 100%. So, that's obviously unreal. Also, I, we did pot them when at first, when the old Chris got taken away from us, but I feel like now you get used to everything, but really enjoying the- the product as a whole got one little gripe at the moment. Not Let's sure if Let's you guys it. are noticing it, but if you're watching a replay and you say you pause it halfway through, and then you yes, go yes. To another, you go yes. to another screen, yes. you come back, it starts again, and then you've got to click play again. It's we annoying. Need and to you can you can't just click on the screen like you used to, rather than that tiny little, little play that tiny, button. Yeah, it's like a game in its own, trying to hit the button. It won't it won't hold you the pause. Nah. So yeah. I'm always so I'll pause it and then I'll make notes in my review <laughs> document or spreadsheet, and then I'll go back to continue. Watching the race from where I was, and I got to find the spot again. And it's yeah, I um it's bullshit. At it least is. Sminks, in the, but um, Boy, at least they've, at least they've, they've done a lot of good rush. things. But that's one bit of constructive criticism. <laughs> I like grow up. So <laughs> at least Service Sminks in the Gold Rush. That's the main thing.
1: Uh, race three, the Lexus of Perth handicap ranks seventy-two plus. 1600 metre contest Billy Ray who uh, gave Terry a few anxious moments in the last last Saturday I was ready
2: to give it (laughs) up if that lost the last last week I was ready to give it up do you know what Uh, I had that Maddie girl going for in the first took a big multi uh, which I don't usually do but I liked a lot of shorties Maddie girl Stormy Tawny Starry Heights Black Fantasy Um, I had a I had a a guy I I stepped into it it was
0: dead early would you rather die first leg or last leg um yeah first leg yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yep, definitely yep. Although you can't lay off. Yeah. Well,
2: no, I was just, I wasn't laying off.
1: Well, when I got to the races last Saturday, Terry, Tommy,
2: Toby, Dunn. Uh, I had to- Tommy in my ear doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretending
2: it was a siren. So I got to the table, <laughs> <laughs> this was
1: after race one, and I was told the rules of the table after Maddie Gill got rolled was positive positivity only. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to bring any negativity to the table or anyone at the table was. Terry's Rules. Was that posi- from Constable Layton? Yeah, yeah, he was like, mate, this is what we're doing at this table today, positive vibes <laughs> only. And this was after a race two, I think. So, um and it, it all turned out for the best. I mean, Starry uh, Heights won and the last.
2: Tommy and I backed one at Jarrow in the first um, 14s to 350. It got the 1-1. It looked to be travelling fine <laughs> on the turn. I thought, my day's starting now. Here we go, yeah. rock and roll. And... um yeah, and I said, um, yeah, and it tailed off and ran near last. And <laughs> any positive vibes were gone. I was cursing everyone. I was yelling at anyone. You can't win them all. Oh,
1: very win good. any of them.
2: <laughs> so Billy Ray's on the quick backup after running
1: Starry Heights to a whew, neck last Saturday. Uh, Michael Poy, Peter Fernie racing very well is old Billy for the, uh, for the new camp. Other horses in single figures. Megami for Ike. Chris Parnham and Long Weekend, William Luthwaite and Black Spirits also in single figures for SJ Miller. So, um, one, th- one horse I did forget, which Terry mentioned earlier, is Big Bada Boom, Damien Oliver, and his great mate Roy
2: Rogers, top weight in this mile 72 plus. I reckon there's two horses that can't win. So let's see how I we'll go starting there. I don't think Bad Wolf, I think its campaign's ended. I think it's had enough now. And I, Black Spirit's a million to one. It's was fascinating to see him go up six, mm. seven, eight dollars Black Spirit. I was, uh, I was nowhere near it for that particular horse, but, um, I don't know. I think there's good tempo in this and um, it'll set it up for something over the top. I think the market's bang on. It's very close to mine. I'm about 310 Billy, 470 Megami from memory. So there's no bets in it at the current price. I wasn't that desperate to be on anything. Um, Birdie eagles. Just set up so nicely mm-hmm. for it, but the three trials and the fact a maiden beat at home so easily in that most recent trial—it's just a—I'll leave it alone. But I'm still surprised it's that price. Like it's—it's it's funny. Uh, let's deal with Super Speed Dream's going to win one what, soon. What price you got? Classic let, What price you guys got? Let's deal uh, about uh,
0: the current. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I could have had it. Short, I thought it was good value actually. Yeah, it can yeah. win. It's—it's a—it's a, a, a good race. Yeah, actually, it, yeah, twelve. So it's getting out to nineteen dollars where I'm looking now. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a. Yeah, there's a heap of winning chances. It's funny you talk about Birdie Eagle, Terry, because I actually thought you were going to say that's one of the couple that couldn't Could win. win yeah. that was, if I had to pick two horses that couldn't win, it would be Birdie Eagle and Speed Dream. I'm just wary. I know it's got a ceiling.
2: I know it's got the the map potential. It's got a lot in its favour, but three trials and, yeah. I didn't,
0: well, I didn't think the trials were... No, that's what I mean, though. Long spell,
2: too. It's a concern when they have three as well, and the shades went on them as well. So, Um, yeah, it looks a good race for something um, over the top, I reckon, and that's Billy. So talk to me about the speed. Mm
1: -hmm. Long weekend,
2: yeah. Long weekend, roll along. I simply just can't have long weekend winning a 72-plus. I can't have it saying, ta-da, it's a long weekend on the (laughs) turn, Cripper. So uh, long weekend um, will be got is is my feel. I think Big Butter Boom will work across and try Mm -hmm. and get to the breeze. It's a pretty tough horse. It's just that it's 1,200 up to 1,600 off uh, second up. And the fact that it isn't the quickest accelerator means it's going to have to do the work to get across Bad Wolf and Birdie Eagle who, and Black Spirit who will be riding behind the um, the tempo there too. So it's more the fact that I don't like the speed and I think they will be got. Um, so I'm looking for something to finish over them. And Classic Rogue was a super run, first run for Steel Casey. Um, but just for from a turn of foot point of view, uh, it's Billy Ray and then Megami, who were both coming off setbacks Mm. at their last runs and both should improve for those efforts. Um, It's a fun, like, one thing about Billy Ray is sorry, one thing about Megami is met Desanea at equal weights and was pretty good, third behind it, right? Billy Ray's got five and a half kilos more. So is Billy Ray a tougher opponent than Desanea? Probably at this stage of its career, but five and a half kilos. It just into that sort of direct comparison, I found that interesting. That's the only reason I got Megami to four seventy instead of sort of sort of like six dollars, which I thought I was going to get it to. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, there's nothing in it for me. I wanted to be on Don't Megami, but
1: I, I I'm not keen on it at the four sixty. Just being the filly, or the she filly, the mare that she is. I kind of looking. I feel like there's so many different ways to look at this, but if Let us Steel keeps pushing out in the market, which I think it will, that'll. Each way, let's deal Get me, I think.
0: I've got five horses within a length of each other here. Mm. My uh, Six, sorry. So, I had Megami as a $5 favorite, which surprised me. I, she's a horse I've never really found. thought Billy Ray was well under the odds at $2.90. Um, but I can also see where the market's coming from in that sense. Obviously, the starry heights form, etc. But I'm probably opposite to Terry here. I thought long weekend. If I had to bet, which I'm not that keen to, could roll to the front. Uh, Black Spirit might be a bit of a roadblock.
1: Yeah, for, yeah. The, for, the, for the rest
2: of the field. Black I mean. Spirit's yeah. not yeah. a quick
0: accelerator, don't forget. Yeah. So, I reckon Long Weekend crosses easily Yeah, so too. if it crosses, leads, I mean- Bad wolf, Do might you like roll. how I've just said I'm, to not, I'm not long backing the 72
2: plus? That's, that's
0: purely my- Surely it's <laughs> not winning a 72 Young, plus. Younger last
1: had to run the fastest last turn of the day to get past it. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: like Younger last form has to be a good form. Yeah. And I just think- I'd love it if Long Weekend was kind of double figures, like $11, 12 $14 would definitely get me. At $8, not so much. But, um, yeah, if I had to bet in this race, I reckon just when in doubt, stick with the leader. And this is probably another race where I'm just going to be watching the wind conditions. Seabreeze might be in, but if it's not, I'll probably have something.
2: Yeah, on. okay. So, this it is a really good point in that. If you see the Easterly still in and it is suiting horses early in the day on on speed as much, that becomes even probably yeah. a bit more of a better even replace. Just do you look at tipping late in that sense or nah, do you not? not really, but no. I write my
0: pub sheet and they can yeah, do what yeah, they okay. with that, cool. but um, just more for my, yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm Personal.
0: Betting. Yeah. Investing.
1: All right. Race four is the Starstruck Classic uh, Phillies and Mare, 1600-meter listed race and only the seven runners to face the starter at this stage. Six or seven. Stage. Uh, remains to be seen. We'll find out Saturday morning. Super Smink, (laughs) $2.40. Younger Last, $3.40. Rusty Dream's about the same. And then uh, you've got Amber Glide, the Jungle Mist classic winner as well. So, uh, even though it's a seven-horse field, it's a good little race, Cripple. It is. Um,
0: I'd be be disappointed. I don't understand why Super Smink wouldn't go around if you talk about peaking her for a grand final, which is on the same day. I know the mile is the nag, but she was beaten, what, half a length by a zip away, and well, I said up the top, it was such a good ride by Chris because he rode her like a moral, mm. which he thought she was, but she, he did get in the three-wide position and so covered a little bit of extra ground. I don't understand why she wouldn't be able to win this, even though it's a mile, just on class with – a really soft run, try not to go around a horse, hold her up for as long as possible, and then just give her a 200-meter it sprint. It is going
1: to be a slow race, though, isn't it? Oh, they There's will, no
0: speed in it. They will
2: dawdle. Unless, unless Ross Price is singing best chance for Amber Glide is for Fine Touch to go, to go nuts, but I don't think so. I think Fine Touch will get to the front. Depending on the queen I want to lead, but it can't step.
0: Mm. It's had enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this will be a walk. Mm. I'd, yeah, I just, I'd be surprised. So, I don't agree with Super Sprint coming out if that's the case because I think she can win this on class alone even mm-hmm. if she is a query at a mile. Not that I want to back her at 240 by any stretch, but yeah, it just yeah. seems why would you put the horse out when she's ready to roll?
2: Whether I think it purely comes down to, and i got no idea about this, whether it will affect the next anything, if it could negatively affect the next campaign for whatever reason. Yeah, or that's if Or what if I, you can I, enhance I the guess next I'm campaign asking, by going yeah, out a bit
0: earlier. But I'm asking the question, VJ. is there any – yeah i'm just looking at it like i said you think it's just a toys you think it's just a toys issue do you? Uh, i don't know i just it doesn't make sense to me like what's it, the winner gets 70 well, grand it's still good well, money just pick I, him up I, take I, him back in the car
1: i think she's in there because dan just wants more time to think about it yeah. like he's it's obviously been last few days or prior to today anyway have just been you know dealing with Missing out on the gold rush and all the owner's stuff and all all the other stuff that's going on around it and in and running the stable and all that sort of stuff. So he kind of hasn't had a the star strike wasn't even a consideration. It was only a nomination because we didn't have a run in the um in the gold rush. Do you know what I mean? It was never even part of the plan. So I think it was just a last it's hard when you when you're going. As an afterthought, do you know what I mean? So I think it's just more like Dan's just going to take the next few days just to consider all the options, work through it all before he makes his final a bit decision. Bit of mindfulness, yeah. And I think it's Meditation. hard. To, it's hard to make a snap decision whether you're going around or not, where there's all this other stuff going around, going on as well. So I think he just want to give himself some breathing room to Ooh, make the yeah. call.
0: I mean, hopefully that hopefully she does go around.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I think if I, just just the way the race is going to pan out tempo wise. And I don't necessarily, and I think there's still improvement in her coming out of the Guineas. Um, that I don't, I think, I think she'll win if she starts.
2: Yeah, so um, it's a great race, but it's mm. a shit betting race, isn't it? Like mm. they're going to walk. You're going to have Yonga from one. You get even, even smink in two. Is that going to end up ugly if you've um, if if something can get going at but the right time? But that's what I'm home?
0: saying. I reckon. She's the type of horse who probably wants it to get a little bit ugly because oh, she, yeah, she just saved her up, save sprint. her up, save her up. She yeah, might do get, what get um, crack at she might do what Pikey did on Plays with Fire last yeah. week. Like you actually want to get held up till the two hundred mm. and then just let her just zip. Yeah, I don't Whooshka. think that, I don't think it's so
1: much the mile. Do you know what I mean? Like it's she's so well in under the conditions of the race. Like she's got fifty four kilos set weights and penalties, which is in the seventy-eight plus fourteen hundred, she was going to have to carry fifty-eight and a half, and it was just—it just was. This was a better option, especially with only the seven-seven runners, yeah. low tempo. Uh, and I don't think the, I don't think the I don't think the mile will be, to put it that way. So,
0: so what's the nag for you guys then?
1: I don't know. It, it's just it's ev- it's everything about what what Dan wants to do with her in the new year, how the how, how the program's going to map out if 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 like they're thinking Quokka
0: or whatever they're thinking. Yeah. It's toys, and, and then. <laughs>
1: And then just work backwards from there. So. It just
0: seems funny, but because obviously you'll wake up Saturday morning hoping there's been two scratchings mm-hmm. to get her into the big one. I'm assuming if she runs gets a run in the goal rush, she'll start. Yeah. So I don't, it Are doesn't change. Run pro- her in both, you reckon? No, I'm just saying it doesn't change the programming <laughs> at all because it's not like she's in the paddock now or she either runs on. If she gets a run, she runs on Saturday. If she does not get a run, we'll run her on Saturday. Picking can know what you're yeah. putting down, Crip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
1: You, that's that's yeah. his job. To yep. decide that, yep. so if he if he'll you know he's experienced enough to make the call, um, and I think but really I think he's just desperate to run in the in the gold rush and the star Trek was just an afterthought, so it was more just wrapping your head around plan B. I think he's just taken a couple yep. of days to to do the form and see how it works out. He might listen to this and think she's immoral. Mm, a moral.
2: Bit of late night shopping
0: <laughs> at Toys R Us might <laughs> <little>. help. <laughs> this is a and this is the thing about it. It's another race where. Super Smink is just really haltering any wagering because- Oh, 100%. You gotta, can't uh, bet on this. No, nah, you got to wait. Well, you, yeah, it's, it's not w- going to be much of a betting race anyway, nah. but you, until you see whether she runs or not, it changes everything. Um, yeah. And it sounds like if gunned ahead, it sounds like they might elect to pass the race. That was, that was the that was the thinking when Dan was
1: on radio yesterday, but I haven't spoken to him since then, yeah. so I don't know. Um, so, we'll see how it unfolds, but- Final word on the starstruck.
2: Well, I think we need to quickly yeah, determine. Let's say she. Let's say she comes out. Yeah. Um, Younger last versus Rusty Dreams. If you dance that very simply, and yes, we're going to have to factor in a. It's important. Damien Lane knows to snare Rusty because if he goes, oh, I'll try and be in front of one or two of them here or something, he's going to have to go to the breeze. He's going to have to go forward. And I think Rusty Dreams we've found can be a little bit susceptible there. In saying that, potentially a fit horse owning it might be okay. But so he's got to snag Rusty Dreams. Younger from one, losing pike, a horse that does like to wind up and have the momentum. I think Rusty Dreams will beat home Younger last. So if I can see like 250, say Smink does come out and I see 250 plus Rusty Dreams, I think I'll be happy to have a bet. That's how, that's my how my mind is working with this race. Yeah, I
0: wasn't too I actually marked them dead equal. Um, so I'm taking Super Spring out of my market now. I've got them $2.60 a piece. Okay. Which I think they're both going to be under that if she comes out, isn't it? Yeah, they, I think so. so. It's at about $35. Yeah, 230 each roughly. Yeah. So uh yeah, I think if I had to pick one I'm probably leaning towards Rusty just because she does Get the clear air in a slowly run race. I would actually love to see her go to the breeze if they walk and just, she's. Um, run a lot of good races from just close. I, I
2: just you need to make a firm decision here. You have to completely snag, go back with Jadavi, or you have to just say, all right, we're going to go forward and we're going to get it soft as butter. Yeah, but when they went we forward
1: two starts ago, it was a pretty bit hard. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was a day you didn't. It wasn't. Want to be yeah, forward. It wasn't
0: the day for it. It wasn't, it. wasn't that bad a run. So it it wasn't, wasn't this is another a good situation. It, you could wait for the wins Actually, it, it, it wasn't so, so much more, the sense. fact
1: that she went for it. It was just that wasn't the play on that particular
2: day. They'll snag. Yeah, they will. They have now got it in their mind. We are snagging with Rusty Dreams every start. So I think they'll. And, and look to use the gate as an advantage over even if Sphinx starts as well. You might even say, well, let's get rolling from X part in the race and try and get a head start and get some
0: momentum up before those two get out and sprint. Um, yeah, fascinating tactical affair, but bad betting. So affair. you'd have Jadavi be dead last. So you'd just be have one in one yeah. behind you. Yep. so you'd settle. Yep. So Glide would be in front of Rosty Dreams, so yeah,
2: it'll be in front of it. Yeah, the funny thing is, Penny on the Queen, who's the horse I think will want to lead the race yeah. more than anything, it's just not stepping. It's stepping so badly that even mustering to get there, I still think it can because nothing else will want to be there. It'll just take a long time to, to muster and get there. So, it d- and also just depends what they want to do with Fine Touch. Oh, he'll P- just—he he won't be desperate to lead. He'll just amble there. He'll just yeah. happily amble there because yeah. nothing else will want it. But he want to make sure that he crosses Penny on the Queen, though, if he wants to wants to lead. Well, that's the thing. I think they won't be smart to think that. They'll almost let – if Penny jumps well enough, it'll be able to kick up because I don't think fine touch will come out with any type of intent to find the rail.
0: That's the thing. So, yeah, a lot of small fields. It's just going to be a bit of cat and mouse, muddlingly run, don't really know what's going to happen. So, watch Penny somehow get up. (laughs) (laughs) Normal luck,
2: I would say normal luck. Younger doesn't get held up. Younger and Rusty sprint together. The way
1: that she's going at the moment, you have to give the Slight advantage to Younger, I think. You reckon the deck? Yeah.
0: The big deck. Mm. See, I think if Younger had drawn five and Rusty was in one, I'd almost change my opinion. It's Mm. just that you just hope that she gets out. I'd love to see them both get out at the same time and match motors. But yeah, it's a, like I said, I don't, it's basically a coin flip for me.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'll be back in Rusty. Even if Spig stays in, I reckon I'll be back in Rusty. Okay, let's take a
1: break. But before we do, we have to mention the Mundaring Hotel heart of the hills since 1899. There is no mastermind today. We had a Chris Parnham, Jay Rooney uh, clash lined up. Unfortunately, Jay is ill and isn't able to take his place in the lineup, but we'll be back next week for the Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind as Chris Parnham goes for a fourth straight victory. Uh, But yeah, don't forget uh, the Mundaring one of the great pubs in Perth, the, the if you're up. The home of Yongalas. Yes, the home of Yongalas and uh, feed, flutter, froffies, Yongalas, big deck. It's all happening up there at the Mundaring. Beautiful weather, enjoy the outdoor atmosphere there, the family atmosphere. Make sure you, when you do go to the Mundaring that you drop in and you say hello to Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the legends of the game. Race five is the Amelia Park Handicap, 1800 meter graduation. It's actually a 59 plus to make sure that they got. The top weight, Damien Oliver teams up with Grant and Alana Williams for the second race in succession. He's riding Captain Pluto, current $3.50 pop. Rock Legacy, geez, that was a tough watch the other day. Um, But the market's found it after an unlucky last start run. 480 and then Secret Attraction, Donnery Ord and Chris Parnham in the
2: Cerise and White is next in line in betting. Crepper. I know you were with me last start. Uh, we both had something small, uh, I think, late on Secret Attraction. Uh, really ordinary steer. I was just – I honestly thought he was pike and didn't have to actually do anything. It would just
0: sort of work out for him. I don't know what was going on. But when it got clear late, I thought it a little bit disappointing. Yeah, potentially. That was a, when I set up the top of our jockeys not electing to just get the 3 with cover line. He Michael Poy for whatever reason stayed in, got the back of Sasha Starly, and then the winner, which was at six hundred to one. Which was cable guy, was the one that got three deck recovering, funnily enough, it won the race. So yeah, um, not a good ride, but I also agree with you, didn't exactly flash late. Um, I can't believe I'm I'm tipping this, but um, oh, here we
2: go. <laughs> I hope you're with me. Oh hang on, which one? Can I, I guess. There's two ways he's gonna go here. I'm uh, looking into his eyes to try and figure uh, it out. Yeah, There's two think- horses.
0: I'm gonna give you two. Okay. It's either Ace Command or Cable Guy. No. Okay. No, I'm, the reason I can't believe I'm tipping this is because it goes against everything that I stand for when betting, but I just can't not have Roche Legacy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Shorter like, than that what That would have been like said. the last
0: thing I would have picked <laughs> for you to pick. So, you, so you're telling me I'm going to back a genuine backmarker who hasn't won for nearly two years from Barrier 13. Yes, that is correct. It is
2: Humming though in you know? Oh Jesus Christ. You know what? The only time have you watched did you watch all four runs this prep? Mm. Yeah. See the run at Northern was dog shit the yep. other three yeah, were good. So The I only time I backed it was at Northern. I
0: wrote three like, out of the four happened? runs this prep have just been unreal.
2: Yeah, since it went to Justine, it has just been a different horse apart from that day so, at Northern when it couldn't handle my twenty bucks on it. Obviously. I got a yeah, question. I'll, for I'll you. I followed
0: you in that day as well, and then I've been backing it ever since. I got a question. <laughs> what price would Destiny go around in this race with this fifty-seven kilos? Two
2: fifty, I reckon.
0: Bucks. Yeah, fifteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, staring at, I don't know. I was in a mood yeah. <laughs> um, uh, because, um, yeah, yeah you're, Legacy, you're paying for luck. It definitely should have beaten. Oh, I thought it would have won the race last day we ever got it out, or just mm. stayed wide and the way it hit the line to be beaten just over two lengths after. Getting held up in his tracks for the first 200 metres of the Ascot straight was-
1: It was trucking too, uh, was yeah. So, he
0: went up. I think- I know, Brad or something,
1: yeah.
2: So I, I just thought, because I was like, yep, I'll be on Rock Legacy at worst to save. Like, I'll just see me 10 bucks from 13, you know? Like, I'll just- it will go up that mm. price, or I will be able to chop out at that price. So when I saw Bradley go mm. up three sixty, probably- probably- I saw as much as six six fifty before. Yes. So it, has- it
0: got out to like seven bucks. Some I agencies. Still think it will,
2: and then it just yeah it has to. I think I think it will just on its racing pattern. I, I think, and the fact that there is a few backable runners in this. I think. But it, um,
0: the best thing about it is it that it comes down from a seventy-two plus to a or well, say sixty plus. But it only goes up three kilos because it was so far out of its grade last start. So seven points. Yeah, you don't get that big weight impost. Barrier 13, I just – and look, this is, again, when I'm talking about the win, I sound like a broken record, but I think the Seabreeze will be in by now. The speed looks weak. Uh, I couldn't imagine Someone famous check last his words, but couldn't imagine Zayda, Rock. I sound like you, don't I, or Big Swoop <laughs> really giving a strong kick. So, I'm just hoping on the turn it they just bunch, stays wide, gets to the outside and um, – Wooshka. Wooshka. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till after the race and they'll just be – I'll probably go to a mirror and just talk to myself. And say, yeah. You dickhead! What oh, are you doing? I love back. It, it, it's a real good feeling. They're backing a horse. You know that's going
2: that well. You're like, I've got to pay because you. I guess when you did your markets, you the, the big thing you got to do is what price do I need for where it's going to be in the run? Like you got to allow that. That's
1: even factored in, I suppose. Yeah,
2: well, that's the thing. Exactly right. You mm. got to add whatever you need to. Like, that's why I got it to about six bucks, and I oh, I, I like I just wanted to be on. But I, I, I tell you what, her horses are going good. Justine at the moment, mm.
1: she's going good.
0: Yeah, no, the whole,
1: whole stable going racing really competitively, and this horse is just,
0: yeah, hates normal. I just mate. don't want to see Troy try a ride Shoo. for luck. Don't go back to last on the road. Just stay in the three deep line, get on the right back, the bunch gets to the outside, and then yep. just see what you've got underneath you. Yeah. I think there might be a horse going quite well at the moment.
2: No, nah, I like that. I'm I'm going to sit out early. I'm going to back something else, but then I'm going to sit out early, and I, I I would love not to lose on the horse. I, it's a type of horse. If they are making good ground, I'll probably even bend my price a little bit to ensure that I don't lose on it. Because you Maybe just, you, I'd always feel silly if you've got a sixes and it's trading sixes. Just, yeah, just chop out if the, it's trading two dollars sixty. You just have enough on to guess <laughs> where. That's you know, fine. So, do you know? Um, do do you know, know this this race? It's got. Magic mic. It's well that's right. That's where we're going. That's the hundred percent? That's where we're going. Where we're going. Hey? It's gotta. It's gotta I'm surprised pink, at pink the buck price. Dollar. I thought we'd see I I don't know. I thought we'd see a, a little bit of a um, a longer
1: It should be called the
2: Magic Mount handicap, really. Well All the the dangers in the market, like Captain Pluto, I love your smile, uh, Rock Legacy, Secret Attraction, Attraction, they're all going to be back last, right? You've got a race where you've got Zadar Rock will lead them up. There's some crap in Barriers 1 and 2, which really worries me. Um, I did have a little chat to try and get some instructions passed on, but um, (laughs) Ace Command- (laughs) Hopefully can jump with them, be ridden aggressively early, um, stay off the fence, one, one ish type thing, get going and just have a head start on all those horses that will finish harder than it. It's just going so well. Like the whole prep, I've been waiting and waiting and I haven't backed it really. I've, I think I saved one day at a big price, but I haven't had a go yet. So I've, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And obviously Kesha's riding for the Taylors. So, um, it gave Adam McGraw the opportunity to call Magic Mike finally and, um, and team up. For uh for Clint. I don't think Clint was too happy about it. Either. Um but Last week, it's 11 points out of its grade. It's been beaten 2.9 starry heights, and the way it had to get through horses, that's not its go. Um, the run over the 1,400 at Bunbury the start before again, it had to go back, and it's it's nothing below a mile. Um, before that, it was in a 72-plus, again, as a 65-raider um, against Billy Ray, been beaten 4.3. It's gone well that day, and the previous two runs were, were anything, absolutely anything. The whole prep has just been super, but it hasn't found a suitable race, and it gets a suitable race, it gets the jockey and all the main day the back markers. Mm. so land somewhere near the one one get going early just get going get off the fence um it's on. they'll have to go good yeah it's, it's on I, this is a, this is so much better than a class one horse it's just been misplaced or misridden that many times so um yeah magic magic
1: all right uh magic my other
2: thoughts? <laughs> It's thin, like the race is thin. Like I think Captain Pluto's it can win the race. That was a slowly run race. It was obviously coming off a little setback, being a month. I think it can win, but it's yep. just it's under the odds for me. I'm if you put Captain List a question I always ask you guys, but if I put Captain Pluto and Rock Legacy next to each other, I'm pretty confident on current form Rock Legacy is going to out sprint Captain Pluto. So I um, I can't necessarily have um, I can't necessarily have that price about it. I love your smile. I always have significantly longer. I, I don't have the love affair that the market does and other people do with with this particular horse, um, cable guy, I think I know it won last up 200 to one, but it can win again. Mm. It can actually win again, which is wild. It'll go around 20 to one. It should go in your quaddies. Uh, this isn't a quaddie leg, so don't put it in your quaddie. Um, yeah, quaddie. yeah but I think it's thin after that. Always going to take on, he's got wings up to 1800. Um, but it's going super. And secret attraction at the price is just easy not to back because, um, because of that last two hundred last start, I do like blinkers and Chris blinkers, going on, Chris, but, yeah. yeah, it's just not the price to forgive and then need the luck as well. So uh, ace command for me, ace command, rock legacy. Oof, someone check his pulse. <laughs> I love this race. Six is the swaps
1: handicap, fourteen hundred meters, ratings seventy. Sorry, a rating sixty six plus contest. I found this one uh, quite tricky. it be interesting to hear what uh, you learned gentlemen have to say at the moment. Count the sessions for a uh, friend of the show, Adam McGrath and CJP. Looks like it's uh, current market elect. Belgrano Bell racing really well for Ike and Laquetta's gift. Craig Williams on board for Dion Luciani. Next in line.
0: Terry, i got a two-part question for you. Mm. You're the map man. Um, first part, does Gift of the Heart hold the lead? And then secondly, if so, does Count the Sessions hold his back? No to Count the Sessions. Well,
2: Count the Sessions may hold his back, but I just think with the speed in this, surely Brandon's going on He's gold and they're thinking it's aggression time. Laurentinio is going to be ridden aggressively. I don't think Nobility has a speed to get there, but they might try. <laughs> and then written Matter could be ridden for speed now with Noski going on. I'm, I'm not sure. So um I think Countless the Sessions, they still want to ride her semi conservatively. So if Gift of the Heart leads with all those other horses I mentioned, they're gonna to have to go pretty hard on Gift of the Heart to mm-hmm. hold that. So I think Clint will be okay letting one pop in underneath it. So I think Countless Sessions three, of the fence is your most likely spot. And a bit like uh what was a horse earlier in the program? Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. Uh you're gonna be needing a bit of luck and a good steer from CJP, yep. but I mean, the overwhelming thing for me in this race is it's
0: pretty thin. Well, at least – this is what I was talking about before. At least with counter sessions, you need luck. But I feel like horses who are three back the fence get way more luck in races that are run hard. So, um, like, look at Hanchi and even – what was the one of – stormy tawny mm-hmm. even, got, even done the shoot that was a fast race yep. didn't doing? want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> so whereas yeah this is a complete opposite to race one they mm-hmm. should really roll along and you just hope that you know, yeah like you said it's going to need a bit of luck but if that happens then yeah I had count the sessions on top um, how funny were some of the markets maybe I didn't get up early enough but where, did you notice this morning prices were so say count the sessions for example did it open $4 got out to Near on five, back think, into four. I think Brad went up four twenty, um,
2: and I thought, "Well, that's enough." But I'll, um, I didn't take his four twenty. I thought I'll hold I'll fire and um, and see what everyone else does, and and not uh, not put any burly in the water. And um, yeah, oh, it was it was it was a bit funny in that sense. Um, I think there was money for was a blazing tycoon uh, written matter. There was just a few. I don't know, a few little little specs and it's almost like Belgrano Bell and um, Count the Sessions flipped, flipped mm. basically. Yeah, so. sorry, I've actually
0: got this one wrong. Count the Sessions has just been well backed. I think the one I was talking about was EPC. It opened up shorter, got out and then got crunched mm. all while I was uh, pushing up Zeds. But what price were you Count the Sessions, Terry? Uh,
2: $3.50. And the only reason I'm that long is because of the bad luck factor. Um, I think it's a really nice setup. Um, it's last start was super. It just had to go way earlier than they wanted to go. And it still gave a really nice kick. Um, it's prior run. It's, uh, only been beaten by younger, I think. And the, and the start before that, it was held up the entirety. So horses going super. Um, as you said, there's enough speed on in this, you hope that they string out and the and gaps appear. And I just think, Count the sessions is a better horse than Belgrano Bell. So if I'm just looking at those two, that's how I'm going to look at that. Um, and I just, I just think it's real thin. Like, um, yeah, I just think it's a really, really thin race. I think Written Matter coming back from a 78 to a 60 plus, I think it can run you a race.
1: I thought, I thought Special View coming back in class might be one as well. Special
2: View won't get me for a bet, but we'll go on my quaddy for yeah. sure. Brad yeah. Parnum going on, and it's going to low ma- draw. Yep. Yeah. Just whether the low draw is ideal here. My notes as well for this race say I could get bad luck with Count the Sessions here because there is that much speed and speed from out wide and the South is coming into play that this turns into a three-wide line race. And I think if you're looking for a horse of that nature and it's too short now, I guarantee you'll see double the current price. He's like Mamatembu. Mm-hmm. Like, it was super – it was probably as good a run as Belgrano Bell last start um, but didn't uh, get the luck in the straight. So, if Mamatembu could be in a three-wide line um, and attacking him like. To, it could be time for Aussie to ride his first winner on a Saturday mm. as well. So I just think it's a, I just think it's a race I was happy. Like Laquetta's gift at 550, it's not going that well. Like, it's such an easy
0: take on well, I actually I thought, thought it- that he's gold was a better run than Laqueta's yeah. gift.
2: Yep. Yeah. So I just, that.
0: I just think it's
2: so easy to take so many of these on. Blazing Tycoon's going well, but I'm, I'm not going to back many apprentices on proper back markers. Mm-hmm. Like, they just too much needs to go right, even if they are good enough. Cisco Joe couldn't lift its legs in its trial. I mean, it's 20 to 1 anyway. Gift of the heart. Probably can't have Roy with a fresh horse at 1400 the way he's going at the moment. So 10 bucks. I mean, for me, that's a fifty dollars chance. Yep. Like, there's just so many I, I simply cannot have, and Laquetta's gift taking up eighteen percent of the market. That's that's great for me to probably see my count the sessions price. I think. So just backing count the sessions or any savers? Uh, I'll keep an eye on written matter and Mama Tembu. I think yeah, from those wide gates in that moving line, mm-hmm. um, I think that both of those can be big improvers. But um, yeah, if you can get count the sessions beaten, um, you could be looking at something for your quad here. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, Terry. I think. Uh, I think. I think count the sessions with luck wins. It uh, feels map looks sticky, 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 icky for me, and I like the horses coming back in grade. Lucky with written matters and uh, special view uh, mm-hmm. at, a, at sort of that. Where are they? Um, double figure quotes at the moment, so I don't know if I'm going to play count the sessions. Uh, I think it'll win, but I'm probably going to just chip away a couple of longer ones there. Written matter and special view. Script.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, count the sessions, as I said, $3.50, not rushing to dive in at the $4 currently on offer, so for me, just another no-bet race at this stage. I'm back-marker back Cripp over here. Just,
2: love, <laughs> just loves horses, yeah, too like, close to my life. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> Cripp's just changing his Twitter bio. <laughs> love back-markers
0: with a bit of a uh, turn of foot. He's uh, you still um, president of the Bet365 Hate Club, or...? Does mine say that? No, I don't think so anymore. It it was a good one, one, buddy. Stop cutting off winners.
2: Mate, I I used to get angry. I'm a lot more placid these (laughs) (laughs) days. Don't mention the placid art. (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. That's my day over, by the way. I don't really have a bet in the last three. Whitten's Irrigation and
1: Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Whitten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, Especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race 7 is the Drummond Golf Handicap. It's a little dash here, sixty-six plus dash over the eleven hundred meters.
2: What's the market? Look at suggesting? the Rear Admiral. I, yeah. I didn't do it. Like I was like Rear Admiral is going to trade like six bucks, seven dollars, and I usually take Brad's prices if I think it's going to trade like lower. Yeah, but I was eleven dollars Rear Admiral myself, so I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I did it last start and I got the overs, but lost obviously. So I'm just going to leave it. Now it's five bucks. Shit story.
1: Uh, Costa Zeta's in the market, hang, gl- hang glider's in the market. Divine Belief after a really good first-up victory from the Breeze with Damian Oliver on board this week, replacing Joey Asapardi is the current $3.80 elect. Got us a giving coming out of a jungle dawn. I like the run of hint, hint of Mint first up. So there's a few different ways to play, but Costa Zeta looks a nice horse in the making uh, from Trevor Andrews and the yard's going well.
0: Goodbye. Yeah, just a query with Costa Zeta is – is it five or six weeks between trial? trial and run. Race, yeah. It is a very nice horse. Mm. In saying that, it's only still a West Speed winner, isn't it? So I thought I thought its early price looked a little thin, mainly off that um, potential setback between the after the trial. But yeah, I mean, can definitely win, obviously. Got a lot of upside. This is a race where there was probably two horses on the card that I thought based off their first up wins they'd just win again the first one was EPC and then the second one was Divine Belief she just looked like proper airborne didn't she mm-hmm. so the queries are I guess you know I'm, I'm more a question here. Are, are they queries are up to 1100 and she rated really well first up but the form behind it may be a little bit suspect talk to me yeah when I saw I the
2: she fields, I think she yeah, goes good I think she's a Star. I, mm-hmm. When I saw the fields, I was like, "Divine belief. Like, I'm going to be on divine belief. Let's get a surprise." This is what I actually wrote down in my personal notes. I think this is Ollie's winner for the day. Mm-hmm. But I just the map didn't allow me to get her to. I've got her on top, and I don't want to be on anything else but her, to be honest. Um, but the map didn't really allow me to get to her to a bet price at four bucks. I, I if Artis Sabrash kicks up underneath Sokov. Where is she going to? Because she's not so she knows how it takes her a while to get to the breeze. Mm, yeah. So in a race with more speed, she's probably going to have to try and tuck in or sit deep. Do you think I that do I, that with Artis? Oh, well? yeah. I didn't even steep, consider that yes. whatsoever. So sock off getting across Artis Abrage means she can then probably work to the breeze. breeze yeah. And if she gets there, as she didn't even get there that easily first up, which made the win even better. Um, that's all over Red Rover, I'd say from that point of view. I think remember early doors. This was a was it Carrick out a favourite? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was a character favorite. Tried so like a
1: rocket earlier. I
2: was so annoyed. I had something on last week. Little trumpet, BJ, not a big one. Just hit the button. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't have it, and I was so really annoyed at myself post race because I tipped it off two weeks ago. I remember I just said, "I said if I'm going to be on one, divine believe it." Six fifty looks the bet. I was just annoyed at myself for not attacking that race harder in a really shitty thin race, like a bit of gusto. I, yeah, because I really like her as a horse. So. Um, I feel like I'm trying to play catch-up now a little bit and take a lower price in a harder race mm. where I'm just a little bit worried about the map. But, mm. yeah, I really like her as a horse. And, um, yeah, I think if Ollie comes out with- I just hope that there's no- Do you know they sat her a few times last prep
0: and stuff? They, just nah.
2: get to the breeze. I think, no, I I think, think all what Harrow said. They yeah. won't sit her. Yeah, I think the commentary he said commentary she's from a Harris. fast
0: horse. will let her be fast. Yeah. Yeah, he man. said that. Terry, you just pros. Yeah. That extra 100 metres is not a- like, I mean, it's no, obviously no. a query. You but see her last- Despite was, the fact she did
2: the work first up over the
0: 1,000, she's doing a really good last two. She was so far- She was going away from yep. on the line. Strong strong win.
2: She's good. She's good.
0: Yeah. She's good. Yep.
2: Um, from out wide, Kripper, are there any you're worried that could put some pressure on, mainly World. a rear admiral with the shades on? No. Spirit I was man? Yes, yeah, spirit man. Oh, I so you don't be, think you, so. Nah. You're-, you're uh, you, Did you just get voted
1: in recently? Geraldton. President of the Julia Martin fan club? That's
2: (laughs) President of enjoying her (laughs) post-race interviews with Lockie (laughs) Taylor, that's for sure. Have you seen that? I'll show you in a minute. Uh, Um, (laughs) I'll leave that one in. Um, Yeah, I don't know because even last start when it breezed, they actually wanted cover. They actually made the announcement We want to race on speed with cover, so I wouldn't be too worried about Spirit Man. Okay. Famous last words. What did you say about rear admiral? Shh. Shades were already on, weren't they? Yeah, was- shades on. Yeah. Shades were already on. What's the other Casey horse Shades went on this time? I oh, don't know.
0: Maybe they were on last start, and I've just, so it's just so- a lot of form over the distance. Also, so- now, BJ, will yeah. go to you. So, if you like Divine Belief, then you've got to like Hangover as on, well. That was where I was going to pivot next. Why yeah. isn't
2: Sean on? Uh,
1: he didn't want to, sorry, he did 54. not want to ride 54. Okay. Yeah. Thinks the horse is a battler. Uh, well, and, and also at, <laughs> I don't, I think he was like E6 or something when the weights come out. So, okay. um, yeah, so Lucky Nucky has gone on. Well, he's actually ridden Hang out of well um, previously. Had a couple of rides on him uh, from memory, Belmont during the winter. But yeah, he just had no luck. Four deep punching, in the other day. Um, stuck on okay. Better run from three. Divine belief kicks
0: away, opens them up a bit. He might be the horse finishing strong late. Two kilo off. swing, mm. starting price profile advantage. Yeah, uh, I reckon if Divine belief gets the breeze in your map in
2: the way, it's all. I just think sometimes better horse, just a better horse. You know, I really yeah. yeah was, but the price is just yeah. yeah was, I'm convincing myself though. I well, am <laughs> well, four dollars. I, I like goes yeah. Good. Okay, so, um, so because you, so gotta, do you do you take four dollars? Do you wait for Betfair, hoping that there is money for? Because let, let's have a look at this. There's going to be some money for Goddess of Giving. Yep. I like it. Back eleven hundred shades on. There's going to be some money for Divine Belief. We just mentioned. There's, there's already money for Rear Admiral. Costa there's going to be Zeta. some Costa money. for Zeta. Costa went Zeta.
0: in this grade before the spell. Mm-hmm. So who knocked it off? Who knocked him Red off? 53. Red fifty
2: three. Red fifty three. And it
0: went right. super that day. Yep. And Red fifty three kept winning as well. That's right, so okay. the form looked even better. Um, so I actually think Sokov said not without he, it's some chance. Just as piss. Yeah, Any, but uh, pretty good last start. Then yeah. back to eleven hundred. Any yeah. sweepers in this group? Uh, no, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, do who's, your, who's the? I'm right one done. Who's your back? Oh, back after right? race five, oh, I'll never back a sweeper again. <laughs> but no, nah, not over eleven hundred. That's why I'm not too fussed. Like with the breeze, I yeah. feel like it's not as prevalent over the sprint, sprint journeys. journeys. Especially mm. if you just punch into it, I think just just, just yeah, yeah. It's, it's not there. so much punch a test of stamina; it's more just a test of speed. So, Rear Admiral, someone made a good point. After its last run, it might have even been Mickey Heaton on one of his shows where he said- It have, just- have been Mickey making a good point. <laughs> it? <laughs> it just travels like it's going to let down and win like it or and run like it was last prep. But is it- I think he said it's just not seemed to be putting in at the moment. Um But like okay. how did that not win last yeah. start? Like if you just watch the race until the 300, you go, well, far out. It's going to win by two or three. I think I was angry because I was like, I did my- all tits on it first up and now it's going to come out and bolt in second up. With all, another all, I'll, all I'll say is that it's, this isn't a knock,
1: but riding change might have a, might have a different feel and might be able to extract something else out of, uh, Sounds like out a of rear rubble. That was a knock, wasn't it? It's a big knock. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Um, Sometimes the change is as good as the holiday. Well, so. I mean- no, especially, I especially if the regular rider has, no, been, has been riding it yeah. well, consistently. Well, especially
0: when That's it's Craig line. Williams. Yeah,
2: you've got That's a top line I mean. Melbourne jockey yeah. going on. So, um, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I, you, I i don't i don't see myself betting here because I want to be on divine belief, but I'm going to have to bend some rules to get on
0: there. Well And you've got to take into account if Ollie hasn't ridden a winner up until this stage. Oh. There's more likely that he's going to ride one. Good start, dollar so. thirty. <laughs> well, it'll be dollar thirty my market if he hasn't ridden the winner by then. <laughs> he's okay. got a, a few of
2: them might just come out the, the gates just
0: taking a whole. The hunting gods and, don't let Ollie not ride uh, a winner on Saturday, so. Yeah.
2: It's, this is the one I looked at and I was like, Cru- this is the one I reckon he wants. Cruel writes. Mistress, the old punting god. Yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah. No, nah, I'm uh, I'm with you, Guru and Kripa. I think Divine Belief's the winner. Hang glider, the big danger.
0: Yeah. That seems- if yeah. yeah. If I play in the race, I definitely want to back Divine Belief, right, save think- Hang Glider, and maybe just if Sokhoff keeps drifting out too. 30s or whatever Um chop out of that too. So. big
1: watch hint of mint I thought it was excellent first up back to 1100 from a wide draw Luke on board don't like it third up be hard to beat
2: yes yes yep needs well said. a left hand whip Yep.
1: yeah uh, race eight or is the gate. furphy handicap uh, it's a rating 78 plus contest over the 1400 meters Magnificent Andy, E3 in the gold rush with Ollie on board, 61.5. Vastar, talented, four-year-old, up-and-comer. Uh, it's going to have to jump from the outside gate in this 13-horse field for CJP, 550. But the current market elect is down the bottom there, number 13, upper limits. Chris Parnum, Jeremy ESO bouncing out of gate four.
0: Crip. Mm. He's keen, Oregon. Nah, not at all. Oh, um, get ready for the launch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, Upper Limits was my on top selection. Exactly the same as last race. Marked hit $4. It's currently $4. In saying that, it sounds funny because it doesn't make sense whatsoever. But I'd much rather back uh Divine Belief. You've got to go with that sometimes, because yeah, exactly. you your prices you, are only feel- a god. I'm always certain Upper Limits will run second
2: or third here. I, just, I think it's a really nice horse. The map looks great. Everything looks in its favour, but I don't know if it's- These tick, are good horses. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was- it's going to have to be good to win this second up as well. Do you know what I mean? Like they're seasoned, fit horses. Um, but yeah, like I, I really like him up limits, but seasoned, fit, 1,400 metres second up. It'd be a good performance. To loses these Pike. Yeah.
0: I did have a query when Pike's suspension started, whereas because his mounts go around so short, they carry in that starting price profile mm-hmm. from- previous starts mm. now, does the market take into account that SP, even though if Chris was riding first up, probably goes around with an extra fifty percent of fat on it? Um so it feels a little bit like a pike price to me, don't you reckon? Mm. Like
2: That's, yeah, that's a a very good point. I never really uh, thought about it from that angle as well. I don't, I guess I don't look at SP profiles um, as strongly. um, But yeah, that is, that is, that's a very good point. That's probably why Fuel the Fryer always started so short, (laughs) (laughs) because he wrote it at the previous start.
1: What about this magnificent Andy, 480 at the moment? Oh, he's got to ride one. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah, got
2: to, He's really got to ride one. It's going to start
0: even shorter. Geez, he hasn't that, one. going to be fair if it to win from out there with weight? 61.5. Yeah. Oof. I've got a double figures. That's yeah. A, that'd was, be super performance. I marked this to 85% because I just
2: couldn't get a feel you on know it. did want to bet. I just couldn't get a feel on the race. I was just, um, yeah. Jeez. Comp, so, you said it on Corn cob. Yeah. Geez, uh, no, Aussie. Aussie, Aussie. He's already got a winner, though. When, oh, no, he doesn't. Um, street Parade? Are we Yeah, street but the price is like, Brad I, I was $14 overnight and I thought, yep, I'll um, double figures each way. I'm happy to have a little spec. I don't know if it gets 1400 and it's probably going to have to pop out once big screen crosses it. And I was like, it's a losing bet. So, I'm actually really glad it's 6 $7. So, I don't have to- so I was $7.50, so I don't have to back it at that price. It was not one I was excited about being on, but um, it, just the way it ducked in with Barrier 1, it means you can stay on that fence longer. Um, I, in an ideal world, you sit back and you wait for big screen to be scratched again <laughs> and mm. it comes out and then you um, and you, you just pray that you get the, the distance. But, again, it's this price then, now. But so then you can I use big screen can... as a windbreak. Potentially, exactly right. As you long as I go to get hard at the enough, right time, exactly right. But again, I wasn't going into the thinking I want a backstreet parade. It was purely no. for the fact that I did a low percentage market and it came up double the price yeah. for the mm. first market we looked at. So, um, now nah, winner can come from yeah. If big screen could stop on these vast art. Could be the patient one from last, but yeah. five fifty god no can't get five fifty. Can't have flying missile. I think it's honest. It'll be in the right spot. It'll give you a chance, but it's just honest. I'm Magnificent Andy. Um, yeah, basically what Crip said. Um Cobin Co. is the one that could be the blowout. Uh, I think I was about $13, $14 Cobin Co. But yeah, I'm same. just chasing a bet. Yeah, exactly. What, what so
1: what what was what was the only overlay out of your eighty five percent market, do you think?
2: Cobin Co. Yeah. Um that's it. That's it? Yeah, it's the only one. But it's barely it. Like, I think I'm th- I'm actually $13, so it's 15 16 so no, I'm
0: nah. BJ, what about – I know I've we've been speaking about it over the last few weeks or months about Weapon Sun going really well, just not being able to settle as handy as what he probably needs to win. And then last start, jumped as well as anything and still went back.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought he had his chance to win the Peters. He had the – Beautiful spot, Mojo Rhythm came off, like I thought he was, I thought honestly thought it was all over at the top of the straight, but Mojo Rhythm's come off his back and gone past him. Turns out, yeah, he just post that run, he he didn't recover as well as what Dan would have liked him to, so we had to back off him, which is why it's 28 days between runs. After this race, this is a 78 plus, there's a series of 84 plus races. I think it goes like 13, 14, 15, 16. And it pushes into late January, so they're the races that he'll be targeting. But prior to the Peters, I thought he was—I didn't think—I thought he would either win or run second in the Peters, and then he could have been a, a big chance in the Carbine Club, and maybe even like a lightweight good draw in a Railway. So um, horse was flying, I thought, uh, prior to the Peters. And I mean, the Mojo Rhythm Elsafina form is, is is not too bad out of that race, but just a slight reset. And he'll go again over yeah. summer. So. I just
0: love to see him ridden really aggressively. I know like maybe not last start, but moving forward, just go back to the old weapon son when he yeah used to lead and just run him into the ground. Tactical I think I, speed was his thing. I
1: think that. the problem with, with what we've – one of the problems we've had with him this prep is getting a rider to stay with him. I think he's had a different hoop every start. So, it's hard to get that um, you know consistency in that. Uh, whereas when he was flying, we were able to get access to – hike week in, week out and he was able to, to to bounce him and put him in the spot get him to settle. So, when you're chopping and changing riders all the time, it makes it really, really hard because they're going to they have to familiarize themselves with the horse, especially like I don't think Stevie Panham's ever ridden him before. Yeah. Stevie rode him really well the other day but it's still, it's a pickup ride, do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping Luke bounces him out from two um, I'm thinking maybe three back fence something like that is probably the spot yeah. but he's not forth- winning this is he no. moving- oh well I doubt it but he moving- he'll run well but he- moving forward the 84 plus races are the ones that it- we're really going to be targeting for so. speaking of pick-up rise where's, where's Donga
2: Donga what did his shoulder didn't he yeah he comes he's, uh,
1: he's struggling with his shoulder hmm. I, know, it's male I saw
2: a, a Gian O'Donnell at the trials yeah it's his daughter yep. it's his daughter yeah okay, yep. Yeah, I didn't know the family yeah, <laughs> the this- family
1: trace- <laughs> yeah I think I think one of his other uh, daughters, of course, was
2: yeah Amelia's Jewel. Yeah.
1: yeah Siobhan, I think it is. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> so yes, they're both they're all the whole family is involved in racing. But from what I got told last Saturday, his shoulders taking That's uh, no good a, a bit he longer. Was, to come he and-
2: was bo- he was flying. He was clearly our third best jockey. I reckon when he went out. Like mm-hmm. for me, it's always Pike than Clint. That's the way I, I view things. O'Donnell was riding was riding. Incredibly so, it's uh, been disappointing he hasn't been mm. around for the carnival.
1: All right, final word on the furfy, the furfy
0: handicap. Eh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, I yeah. just can't. Just <laughs> bit of a theme of the day, I've been bored. Sorry. I've been boring, but it's just- uh, <laughs> Fucking cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been one of those days. I'm just not that excited about anything. So, upper limits, tip, no bet at this stage. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it's-
2: all right. Uh, look at it. It's now time. What not this exciting for a feature race? Uh, Get Out Steaks, BJ. S-T-E-A-K-S. Get Out Steaks proudly brought to you
1: by Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth. You can find Market City Meats out at the Cannibal Markets, Bannister Road. Uh, Timmy Hewitt, captain coach, uh, he will give you the red carpet treatment at all times when you go out there and visit him. In uh, the Kangvale Markets there, so uh, delicious, gourmet, Group One goodness, outstanding products out there at Market City Meats. And uh, congratulations to last week's winner, Tim Marlow. He is now four-time Get Out Stakes winner. He's also a ma- Mastermind winner, a long, long time ago, maybe even a multiple Mastermind winner. So good supporter of the show is Timmy, and he's got another fifty dollars meat pack out there to pick up from Market City Meats. Now, to enter this week's Get Out States Race 9 at Ascot, it's the Damien Oliver Gold Rush. What an outstanding way to finish the day. Uh, send us a tweet at the One One pod who wins? Uh, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, and the Sam White Rule, Guru? Uh,
2: the first at Albany, always
1: back the leader. Very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We should do a compilation of mm. all the different Sam White rules, but yeah, if you get your uh, if you're in first, you'll be best dressed. Come get out stakes time now. It's the one point five million dollar wait for age fourteen hundred meter Damien Oliver Gold Rush brought to you by Tab Touch the Purple Bradbet. Uh, wow. What a wide open race this is! You've got railway horses, northerly horses, winter bottom horses. You've got the placidite stakes winning three-year-old. You've got a jungle dawn classic winning mare. There's a lot. There's visitors in the form of Munamek, Ayrton, and of course uh, Savertou Excel, who we saw in the winter bottom. There's a big collection for this grand final race, the final feature of the Pittockles Classic. winner. Charakata, <laughs> yeah, Valero. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, <laughs>
1: um, So, God, yeah. uh, wide open contest, and I just today's <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the,
2: thinking because Smink's be a Charakata. Today, today's the day. I just open. got that.
1: <laughs> That's good. Today's the day. Saturday's the day. For Smink, red,
0: can. Oh dearie me. Lock it in. I was actually thinking, Red Can Man, when you were talking about who should have been balloted out of this race. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mate, <you suck> up. <laughs> come on, um, no,
0: I, I reckon that's not BJ a bad job, guy. Actually,
2: it <laughs> would have had to be one of the horses Jerry under consideration. It would have had to have been one of the horses <laughs> under consideration. Mate,
1: how big was he in the window bottle, the old horse? Fuck, I thought he was entitled. Massive.
2: I thought he was entitled to do it. Uh, no, nah, uh, I'm just going to disagree with anything VJ says
0: at the moment uh, uh, only, just uh, to uh, tear him up. Look,
1: this, anything with this. This is a raffle, but I'm just chips in. Red can.
0: Nah, Joe, fair enough. Thing. I'm just still went into that winter bottom thinking, look, it's been well documented. Our sprints at the moment, we haven't had a lot of fresh blood come through. We've got the same horses just competing against each other, running around and- um, it just probably showed overpass, came over here and absolutely walloped them and then Oscar's Fortune runs second despite having to take a sit for the first time and then wanting to roll back to the fence. So, don't really know where I'm Least, going with this. What I'm trying Least to say is- i just it's I'm, a better horse than Ripcord, huh? Hey? <laughs> exactly. I'm probably trying to say is I'm going to take on the winter bottom form going yeah. into the gold rush. Uh, I think there's other form lines that I'd rather focus on. What's
2: the best form in your view? Well- Do you like the two dropping back? Well- should we start with a map? How did you map it, Crip? All right. Are they going to lead on, or are they going to do
0: the old? Oh, we've just had a, a moment on Savage to XL. Do we? I thought that lead. You think? Is, so. Does the horse have any other way? Not really. So, if it's not going to lead, scratch it. And It was, it was so quick. <laughs> yeah, it was so quick out of the gates in the yeah. winter one as well. So I'd be surprised and disappointed they didn't. It's a leader. It's a leader lead. so so, yeah, straight away. What- does that cook anything drawn well or on the fence? People, Paris, at, back out back the six hundred, it could be. Uh, Baby yeah. Paris is the one. Well, and the old- Baby Paris jumps so well mm-hmm. last start too. Does she potentially, I know Barry's one and two, lead and breeze doesn't happen that often, but- She'll be right up there. She will be. I think she'll and be the first to retreat, though. When Massimo comes across with white aggression,
1: yeah, um,
2: this is also a race where they'll do the form, and everyone will be thinking, "I don't want to be on the back of Savatage." Yeah, himself. yeah. Like this is the race where everyone knows who's who. Like it's not just your ratings race where you, the jockeys may not sit down and do hours of form. They'll they'll know where they want their horse to be positioned. In this the sounds
1: race. like a, this sounds a
0: bit harsh too. But I don't think I really want to be following Car- Carly's Karma either. Well, I'm just having a look at the barriers now. She might be the one that ends up on the fence too. So you might have. Savatoxil and Carly's Karma. Well, well, who's going to box seat because you've got- i got Baby Paris box Baby me. Paris okay. box I eating. think she'll
1: just be forced there by Massimo Comfort Me and maybe Valeroid, the real strength of those older horses will just force her back inside. Comfort yep. Me 1-1. One, one.
2: Valeroid leads up the three-wide line. Yep, that's what I had, yeah. All over from there. Valeroid leads up the three-wide line. That's Yeah, I don't know. know. I, yeah, something like that. I, I didn't want to try and get too precise it, it with needed, it all because uh, it can work out a few different ways. Stevie,
1: Stevie on board if it was going to- yeah. Get in the 1-1. One, one. Slaughter in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, red Can Man, probably near 2-1, back of yep. comfort me. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. Yep. Um, Rip Cord, probably near the back of it. Yeah, maybe following up Road through wide line yep. as well. And yep. then Resort Man, Ayrton, Laverod, right 8-9-10 around that spot. And yep. then Dom, Bustler, Munamek, MyBellame, Hot Zed from 11-12, 13-14-15, go back. That'd oh, be uh, a
0: great... Imagine if Rip has got the back of Road. Yeah. Mm. So,
1: Ayrton will be worse in midfield. Munamek will be back. That's It's a... It's a cripper
0: swooper. What what'd you, you do with the <laughs> what you do with the Eastern States horses? Uh, I did have a look. Went back and watched some replays. Um, I didn't. I basically disregarded, bo- not disregarded both of them, but I had them longer in my market than what they currently were. You so, can't be on them at the yeah. prices. One thing you? about Ayrton, Ayrton I found was in the last couple of years, his only really good runs or figures were have been first up. He seems like a fresh horse. Yeah. Um, uh, and the, what is this? Twenty eight days. He's 28 days Ayrton,
1: so is Munamit. They're both coming out of the Rupert Clark at Caulfield, yeah.
0: Didn't think there was a heat between them, but, you know, obviously from a non-financial standpoint. You need to be, good, need to be good to come across
2: and win and take a sit like both are going to be doing. You need to be good, like a good Eastern Sader, to do the travel and
0: then sit and then win. And if, so.
1: if this is pressure as well, like they're they're going to end up, a, believe- long way up out of, yeah. a long way out of the hitting zone, I thought. So. I
0: know, I mean- Feel, want to make unless it's Rock Legacy? I mean, I'm just going to take horses like that the, every day of the week. So, but I what mean, price Rock Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Moral. <laughs> <laughs> I had Baller road on top. It's probably the only one I actually wanted to be on. But in saying that, we just you just have to you know they're going to be positive. What a bloody Simon's already said that. What a yeah, horse exactly. road. absolute freak. So. so he's the one that's been set for this. You just pray. You just pray that he gets some cover, or, or is it quicker? Could enough? he get to the breeze again? Is
2: it, it, Massimo isn't as sprightly, uh, like Comfort Me. He's jumping better than all of them, but yeah. they obviously want com- uh, they obviously want cover with Comfort Me. So they'll. you're Bell was like Bellarod
1: was way quicker than yeah. That's what I'm saying, the and, uh,
2: but it's also then how much work do you have to do to get across that into the breeze. breeze? You know, into the yes, yeah, so it's late in the day, so the southwesterly should be at its strongest. So. Um, is there anything out wide that gate, can, is there
1: anything out wide that you think is a possibility of going rogue? Because I can't see it. From a speed map from a, point of a map view? point of view. Nah. I can't I no, can't no, see no. it. Like there's no hot Zed, no, cool. no My Bellamay, no Bustler, no Dom to shoot, no Laverod, Ayrton, Resort Man. Like it's just, it feels like the map's preset to me. I, yeah. can't, I can't see anyone. Making being bold, and that's
2: like no, with Valoroad. They've even said with that, and they're gonna. He wants to be back yep. three wide
0: line. Road's drawn inside three runners, but they're all genuine backmarkers, so he might as well be the outside gate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one like that one day with Chloe as a party on deep the trip. I think in she a future race. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty tough, tough bugger. Oh, um, tough. tough as nails, man. In that sense, so. um yeah, the money's come as well consistently. I, I I know he's drawn awkwardly and it looks sticky, but I, I don't know. My feeling is that what are you talking around ten bucks, nine fifty? That that might be peak price. Maybe. You reckon? I don't know. I didn't mark this race too in depthly. I so I was pretty keen. There was sixteen dollars comfort me up everywhere, and I was yeah. like, quick map, that's me. This is going to do. I reckon. So, I'll Place wait for only. everyone to go up. Blah blah blah. Hey? Place only. No, nah, look, <laughs> I reckon that. Um, a change can be as good as a holiday sometimes, <laughs> a good friend of mine once told me. <laughs> uh, and I think Sean McGrady going on this type of horse um, for, for Peter Nucky, it could be, could be the remedy and could be what the horse has been
0: after. Um, Are I you
2: surprised that he's stuck with JV Paris? Yeah, 100%. I, I think I heard I on radio he just, this
0: morning that he'd already committed before yeah, okay. everything.
2: Okay. It's just like a – it's a thing as well where you've had that many goes that come for me. It's best for everyone. For someone else to have a crack. Like, um, I guess it's, it's just a little bit like the Red cam Man thing yeah. from last start, you know. What so. I want to see and what I'm worried about is Valorado or whoever's leading up the three wide line holding Comfort Me in, because Comfort Me, and if you remember some of its best wins, even if ratings races, well, that's all it's won is it's ratings fine, races. Yeah. Mitchie Payton would be often going at the 500 and saying, catch me, and a great jockey for that and a very hard and a good jockey to keep their momentum going is Sean McGrady. Uh, if you watch us running the gold rush last year, if it gets normal luck and puts in that same performance, it's awfully hard to beat here. Mm-hmm. Insane at the price. Anyway, so I'm like, Beauty $16, this will, be, this will be really good. And then I see a couple of them, 13 14 Oh, that's all right. Still not too bad. By the time I got round to it, I had to take somebody like nine fifty and stuff and yep. top sport. Like it just – it was going off in front of my eyes and Ayrton was doing the opposite, like fives out to nines. Like the market was moving. Anyway. So it was all happening. It was all happening. So come for me each way. But, again, I, I you'd want double figures. You don't want double figures right? What, do yeah. what do you reckon the favourite starts? What
1: price? 20
2: to 1. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a wild race. Price Who is like. going to start favourite? Ripcord, favorite, I ripcord think. Point of difference, yeah. yeah, maybe. Comfort Me, Ripcord or Valor Road. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of those so three what, start favourite. I guess yeah. you've got- I think you're right. Oh, the actually, three-year-olds if,
0: were quite well backed in the winter bottom, but then last week, the three-year-olds. not they? Yeah. yeah.
2: What if Damien Oliver hasn't written a winner this point in time? <laughs> $1.30. <laughs> yeah. No, just, it's actually like, a <laughs> it Because he's going to ride, one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a flat dollar. 100 units on 90 cents just to keep the Um... Yeah. BJ, Red Can Man. Red
0: okay. we Can. We're taking about, on the like Dom just just to shoot and bustler. I'll not taking it Red Can Man wins, I reckon. Can
1: I hold you to that?
2: <laughs> I've given it
1: about $400 <laughs> in the past. So. Uh, man, i tell you what. It's a tough ask from those draws for the, for the northerly horses, Dom to shoot, bustler. Where they get?
2: Dom will run a race, I reckon. Dom, yeah, Dom, reckon? Dom
1: will
0: run a race, yeah. yeah. They'll run a race, but geez. Couldn't have bustler in a million years. Why is it? What's the difference between the two? Yeah. I thought Bustler was probably the one better suited to drop him back to fourteen. That's what I thought as well, actually.
2: Uh, maybe just a feel thing more than anything. I, I just i I think Dom is tougher from that gate. Bustler. Um, I know it was three wide in the Railway Stakes, but it carried the 53 that day. I don't know, maybe because Dom de Shoot's proven weight for age, consistent performances with the weight as well. Every time Bustler's gone to weight for age, I know it took on the Velvet Queen, and it was reasonable. But the Velvet Queen hasn't really gone on with it; and made that form look super. Um, so, my feel was Dom de Shoot was a better suited out of the two of them. And I know that's against popular opinion, um, but again, I'm not backing Dom de Shoot. Twelve, I'm not like, even 18
0: to 14. I'm not. I'm not saying it's better suited. I'm saying maybe back to the. Back in trip right. might be the one. But right, be I'd, prob- first one home. Nah, I'd rather Dom be a Domma Dom shoe. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, beep, um, beep, beep. That's Crip backing out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like that one? Yeah, that was good. No, that was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. Hot, hot, like,
0: Yeah, if it turns into a three wide line, Hot Zed is probably a better horse suited 19 than one. Um, well, I had saying as a Sabre on Hot Zed last start. First time I've ever yeah, backed I, it. Yeah, I it started too. so short. And now all of a sudden it's back out to a. Forget me, Pricey. <laughs> this, is,
1: this is Lou Luciani
0: territory. And um, it's going to win, then Lou's going to come on and actually be breathing fire because he's <laughs> so angry that his horse started longer than what he thought it should have.
1: The disrespect.
0: Uh, Leibrod definitely goes in my quadrilla.
2: Really glad it's in the race crypt. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's knocking on the door and it's <laughs> going to win one very, very soon. So, uh, definitely goes in my quaddy. And uh, if the second emergency gets a run, probably goes in my quaddy, well,
0: too. Laborod and Red Care Man, similar runs last start?
2: yeah and i really like the fact that um we were talking about it with rear admiral and stuff and it isn't about jordan doesn't matter who's on it but a a jockey of the ilk of Craig Williams yeah. going on any horse that there they could potentially improve panels so well, how much um, do we
1: bang on when when pike goes onto a horse do you know what i mean like yeah, you've got a
2: face yeah yeah,
1: he's, yeah willow's just resort freak. man goes
2: in my Quaddy too thought it was unlucky at the right time yeah. this is the race mm-hmm. lane he would have been setting it for so yeah. quaddy, I'll do I'll do my quaddy the quaddy numbers maybe because I <laughs> I, I want about comfort me each way, but I I really do want something nearing ten dollars or three dollars a whole. Okay. Uh, quaddy numbers will be Valaroad. These are names. Um depending if all of us <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't have it. Uh Valorode, Comfort Me. Um Resort Man, Laverod Ripcord. No red can. Can't win. Disrespect No up. hot Z. Hot Zed's one I'd consider. If they're new, really- if, if, centers uh, real, yeah. if, if center's really good, I'll consider putting
0: it in. Um, yeah. Okay. Carly's Karma's- It's going to be some training effort if that oh, runs well. In, absolutely. Masterclass. 16th. Yeah. 16th?
2: Yeah. 16th like, oh, seventh, could be a bad.
0: <laughs> it could be a bad look if it proper tails out because he already had some yeah. queries whether it should be running or not. But, I mean, it has trials, so can't really- Yeah. As long, as, as, long as it passes
1: the vets and there's not a lot they can do, you got to- She's the trainer, and you got to um, let her do her thing. And so, oh, the Pierces run, let's
2: Gallivan. If, say, she does, because there's a chance something comes out. Say yeah. she does come out, yeah. Pierces, will they just. Sure, there's some money getting
0: thrown around the table, yeah, BJ. Like,
2: <laughs> this speaker is you know, offering Carly's owners 20% of the winnings and then offer <laughs> to Excels the petrol money yeah. owned. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was about hey, to
0: say. Done. I'll pay Why you
2: a
1: float right
0: home. What, get that, out
1: of 1.5 million does a lot of weird things to people, doesn't it? Like, I mean. What would this race have been worth for Carly's Karma not to run? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, it's a it's a stretch to even accept for the race, considering what she's been through and the, I guess the trauma from what was that the railway where she uh, tailed out. Um, trauma. Yeah. yeah so this would be this would be something. Has there, there been, been any, for the
0: history books? Has there We're been on. any whispers around with potential scratchings? You no, just I, just, really- I just
1: think just because the money's so good, um, yeah, you, you only there's three of these a year.
2: You have to go, so. and her rating is it's hard to find many other races for her. So she's yep. 102 now.
1: Yeah, and she might not have many that many runs in her. She's very sparingly raced. So what knows. price did you have Super
2: Spink Terry? I'm not- I, I wouldn't be on Super Smink, I think, it was in the race. If I had to pick a three-year-old, it probably would have been Ripcord. I was a bit like you. The way you discussed it earlier was how I thought about Super Smink. I, I really like her as a horse. Um, and it doesn't really matter if I knock her off what I say about it because she's not going yeah. in the race. Um, but I felt maybe I wanted to see her to tickle more. Yeah. Some I of the excuses. They, they, they weren't excuses. She's, she's going real good, but she might be a sprinter as well. Mm.
1: Very good. All right. So-, uh, uh, so-
0: Nah, I feel all come for me each way Terry's quaddy numbers I can't believe you to your Quaddy numbers <laughs> I don't know why and he didn't <laughs> put Damien Oliver in in his last ever race nah cause he's already ridden a winner still what happens yeah. if you miss the quaddy because he rides it and you're gonna be oh, man I'll be tough at the race I'll be, I'll be too
2: emotional not to I'll be just yeah, too happy it's more, that's more <laughs> than money. it'll be hard
1: <laughs> alright let's take a break when we come back we'll wrap things up with our best our Maddies and our lays for Gold Rush Day Okay, we're back with our Perth Racing best betting propositions of the day. Guru, what's your Perth Racing best?
2: Uh, no real standouts. Quite a few bets across the card, but um, we'll go with countless
0: sessions, I think. Um, race number six. Cripper. EJ, I know I coined the phrase best betting proposition. You did? I'm gonna start a new one because in my time of being oh. on this podcast. <laughs> I reckon this is my worst bet of the day, my least confident I've ever been on on my best bet okay. of the day.
2: Yeah.
0: It <laughs> took me a second to wrap me in here, what you're trying to say. So, yeah. But it's just uh, by default because it's the only bet I've actually had, but that is race five, number six, Rocket Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Just typical grip, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Always trying to find one from the back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, look, it was a couple of weeks ago where I think Terry made go forward his best in the uh, – Winterbottom. Uh, I didn't make it my best. I think I? you did. <laughs> did didn't I? You? Yeah, I think you did. You just think I'll go for it. Jesus, In man. the spirit of that, Damian Oliver Gold Rush. Best bet. Perth racing best bet. Red can man wins. Oh here you
2: go. Madness. Woo, Woo. Um Lays.
0: <laughs> lays. Crip. <laughs> I, not saying it can't win, but well under my price. Going To get it done early, race one, number four, storm chaser. That's what I had, too, Cripper. Just that, yeah, 290 is a bit thin for mine. I hope you're all right because I'll be
2: playing around it. Um, I just thought Black Spirit couldn't run a place, I think it's about 250 a hole in the third, so that's pretty exciting stuff, isn't it? Mad Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Uh, I, I again, I it's it's is good deep fields, but mm. I I'm sh- I struggled for an obvious over $20 pop. Cable guy, I'm actually $13, 14 It's $20, so um, that probably makes sense. But maybe we we'll go for the, just in a, in a theme, we'll go Blue Lagoon all up count the sessions, which is about 15 to 1, so it's not even there on its own. Um, just a Clint finding gaps, you know, so I'm not, I'm not even getting to the no, 20 no. and I'm finding Commander place? place? Yeah. I <laughs> did <laughs> Manhattan strip to place. <laughs> we're there. Mate, you've, you've, your enthusiasm for Magic Mike is weighing. No, I'm there. Have I'm it? there. I'm, 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 I'm going to Magic. I just I just feel like I can't best Magic, okay. you know. It's a kind of Magic.
0: Yeah. Krippi already gave us his- Yeah, name. I do. Got to stick with that. Race right. two, flower in the wind, purely off what she did first up last preparation. But also think in race seven, Sokhoff can hit the rail and at 1,100 metres, give a bit of shake out in front. Cool. Marasco won after hitting the row. He did.
2: Uh, my
1: Maddie keeping the Wolf theme running is uh, Let's Deal, second up over a mile, race three, Sean McGrady on board. it, $20 plus. You're in the Wolf Vortex. Vortex. Ah. Uh, that brings our Damien Oliver Gold Rush
0: podcast to a close. Thanks, cripple. Thank you, boys. Always a pleasure and, um, yeah, look forward to next time. I oh, thought you had something a bit more insightful. Yeah, I, I was to, thinking about you know, what I could say. Am it
2: I was- going to make a little ode <laughs> to Damien Oliver or something to, off the cuff? Something I'll leave, I'll to leave that to Brittany, <laughs> I think. Ah, dearie me. Thank you as always, Crip. Uh, very enjoyable. I don't know if it's the easiest card in the world, but um, I feel like we've made it 10 times harder by talking about it for the last two hours. <laughs> Clear so as mine are, even, <laughs> even better. So, um, BJ, a, a pleasure as always. Um, no guests, no mastermind, no one to thank. Thank you to Perth Racing for letting us sit in the stone muddledness. Um dark bar, squ- I, and this dark squalor. Well, it's 30 degrees outside, but um nah, looking forward to the day. Great betting card. Uh and hopefully Ollie can go out a winner. Um Divine Belief. Very good rides, Divine Belief. Ideally, but until next week on the One One.